Now batting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, men on. Van Nunley and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Monday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. It means the boys are here. The boys are here. First time in like a week or something. It was like a month. First time in a month or something. <laughs> I am Fred Slow. Alongside me, the boys, who I'll introduce ever so briefly. We're here with you up until 7 o'clock tonight because there's no basketball tonight. You get a day off. You can tune in to, um, who's on tonight? Phil Gottlieb? No, it's Zach Gelb. Zach Gelb at 7 p.m. Yeah, I'm sure he's great. For nighttime, he's the best. What? It, he is pretty good? Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. He's really good. I'm going to have to check him out. What's his name? Zach Gelb. Is that with a K or an H? G. <laughs> Zach Kelp. Best in the business, Mike Vitale, <laughs> making the show go around. How you guys doing? Glad to have you back. Oh, that's right. Well, we missed you, buddy. Missed you guys, too. Van Nunley is with us. Van, welcome back to the microphone. <laughs> I missed it. Not going to lie. NGL. What is that? Is that how you spell Glebe? It's an acronym. <laughs> There's no acronym for the word acronym. Today's varsity. Today's oh, I-9 varsity. Right out the gate. <laughs> it's the varsity of acronyms. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, there you go. Check out that at 6.45 if you're with us. Also, OMG. Just, Listen, here we go. <laughs> He's coming in hot. <laughs> Robert uh, 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 Buck D. Gibson. Buck D.'s not an acronym. I really tried. No, to you, I, I saw what you were trying to yep. do. I was like, no. Robert Gibson, how are you? I am great. Glad to be back. All right. I'm going to sit here and let you two to apologize to me for going to the Ice Cube concert, hosting, performing, and doing all the things, and not inviting me. Go. Okay. I got three words. It wasn't Nelly. <laughs> <laughs> you boys, this past Friday night, went out to the Rio Rancho Event Center, which, by the way, my favorite venue in town, my absolute favorite venue. It's not even close. Very nice. And you guys rocked out all night long with Ice Cube. You celebrated in front of approximately 7,000 people. You stood on microphones. You made the whole ordeal. And no one even bothered to ask where I was. <sighs> That's not 100% true. There we go. Friend of the show, friend in real life, Rio Rancho Event Center's Matthew Bollinger asked about Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. He could have texted. That doesn't count. (laughs) So the crowd at Ice Cube isn't exactly Fred Slow adjacent. What does that mean? What does that mean? Does that mean? Well. Robert, what does that mean? That means if you would have went, it would have been a lot of people practicing armed robberies (laughs) on you. (laughs) <laughs> so you're saying because i'm not the type who gets like overly excited at table magic that i'm not able to be at this concert that's what you're trying to say well I, I think here's what it is man i think he would have been up in the hoity-toity seats the suites that's yeah. What I said. yeah yeah oh yeah and yeah. we were down he would not have been in the trenches no. no 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 what is the tr- what is the quote-unquote trenches at an ice cube concert Basically, you're right in front of them. Yeah, I, I don't want to be there. You, you get the you get the sweat on you. You get all of that. Were people wearing their mask? I would need a mask. I'll see. If no. you want, if you want, no. an, if the you only want, mask oh, they no, have no. 
is to conceal that they were going to arm rob you. <laughs> <laughs> the o- the only masks there were like the gas mask bongs at the Cypress yes. Hill part of yeah. the concert. I've never seen more weed smoke in one place in my entire life yeah. than the second Cypress Hill came on. Yes, you're right. I couldn't even read the screen. Boys, they're like two, <laughs> they're like two months too early though. The rule is June first. I don't understand why were they doing it already? They were just breaking the rules. That's when, why. This is why we did not have him there because he would have been complaining. Hey, hey, look, guys. Uh, it, this is this is an, absolutely illegal right now, and I can't stand for this. I don't want to be a, an accomplice to this crime. From the live texter, uh, what is the hip hop mosh pit? What is that? Is that a thing? The the HHMP, the hip hop mosh pit? Not really. It's just you know you're close to the stage. You're you're right there. You're backstage, or you're right on the stage or to the side of the stage. That's more like the musical acts, the hip-hop acts that were at that concert are more like head-bobbing. Yeah, yeah. Groove side to side. Okay. That's what it little is. Little dance, rap yeah. along with. Oh, like, like Nelly. The the, the mosh pit N- not rap, like rap was not present. No. And mosh pit rap is, that's House of Pain, right? Is that what that is? Well, you, Cypress Hill did do Jump Around. They did do Jump Around. Which that, is, that to me is the definition. And I want to say the crowd was pretty much going crazy i'm a big everlast guy of course yeah fred chooses a white rapper when he compares <laughs> no i know <laughs> whitey ford sings the blues is like an album i don't know i don't know why we're acting like it's not um pretty good so holds up i mean you know you don't know what it's like so um. and i was just joking that crowd would have not harmed you at all no it was, it was a it was a great night that was obviously just a joke because i yeah. was wearing a blazer and i was treated wonderfully yeah i just kept telling him he owned the building yeah and well, everybody believed it that's the thing when van is at like a hip-hop concert he like introduces himself he's like hey my name is van nunley it's nice to meet you this is my credit score and people are like what <laughs> hi sorry what why why did what? you do that there except for one why security does guy guard keep showing me his quirky socks like, yeah, I don't, i don't get it it was the one security guard that was not going for Van Stick at all. Yeah, there's one was not having my he stuff. Was guy or a gal? Guy? It was a guy. Too many people kept sneaking backstage. Yeah. And so they just shut it down completely. Mm-hmm. But, and I was just like, no, I'm with them. Yeah. And he's like, sure you are. He, was, he, looked, <laughs> he looks at him up and down, and he goes, with him? Nah. No, you're no. not. <laughs> no, he ain't. I mean, this is like a big boy, right? We're talking about a big boy? Yeah. And, I, and I didn't bring yeah. my lanyard, so... You know, it was just me in my white guy costume. So, yeah. Van and I one time walked into a Trump rally. Have I told you the story? On no. That? Oh, God. So, oh, my goodness. At the same building. At, at the same building. So, Donald. Oh, back when they had that the big one out there. So, Donald, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what year is this? 2000-something. Yeah, it wasn't too long ago. Yeah. So, we walked. So, there's this big Trump rally at the Rio Rancho Event Center for whatever reason, I guess. That's where Trumpians are. Mm-hmm. So we're like, cool, we're going to roll out there just like 10 minutes before the show kicks off, and we're going to drive our Prius wearing our ties yeah. up to like the very back of the building. Yeah. And like everyone who stopped us, like we're talking like presidential level security, they're like, they're like, are you on the list? And we're like, we're not on that list. We're on the other list. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, okay, on the way through. <laughs> just all the way up to the door. It's like, what is what? this? They would, no. just, they would grab the walkie-talkie, and there's like, oh, we got two more coming. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been a whole lot different if I was with you guys. Oh, it's insanely different. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it kind of got through. Like, it would, 
been a whole other game. But it was a good event, though. So the Ice Cube concert, which, oh yeah, so Reloaded great. Talent and Productions was a big part of that. Yes. And and you guys kind of always do an amazing job with that kind of stuff. So right. uh, so all the performers were there, and you guys announced the next big show. What is it? The next big show is actually on 424. Ooh. Um, it's going to be at the El Rey. Okay. They haven't dropped the artist yet because they're doing – uh, we are doing a giveaway for tickets, so you have to be on the lookout on the social medias. Okay. Yeah. Ziggy so, Marley because of 424. That's a good question. It, it's, it's pretty close. It's pretty close. Zig, Ziggy Marley adjacent. Very close. Yes. Yeah. That's So Van went to an Arlo Guthrie concert one time, and he was like, this would be close to Woody. Wasn't that close. Not that close. <laughs> not at all. Mm-mm. Also, stop trying to get into Woody Guthrie concerts. <laughs> it's not hip. Here after the break, Adam Young is going to join us. He is the broadcaster for New Mexico State. We're going to talk about the Aggies and their little run in the tournament. We're also going to talk about that turncoat Chris Jans and how he <laughs> never loved New Mexico, oh. how he never loved you as a fan, mm-hmm. how uh, he – I'm not sure what under-the-table dastardly things he did to get Teddy Allen here, but now he's gone. He's jumping in the transfer portal. I have no doubt in my mind. He's going to leave. He doesn't care about you. Six shooters, all that. Nope. He, you know where he's going to go? Mississippi State. Who cares? I think there might be a roster spot for him on the Lobos next year. Why are you saying that? What's that about? You think you should just? You think you should just do come that? right up the street? I mean, yeah, I don't, just right here. I don't, Makes sense. Just come right here, boys. I don't, I don't hate that. Gas is too high to go anywhere further. Yeah. I don't hate that thought at all. We're gonna do that. Obviously, we're gonna talk a lot of NFL free agency today. Because thank you NFL for doing anything entertaining. Because I was over the NFL, but this trade deadline has been fuck. Yes. I'm, it might be a little bit of recency bias, yeah. and it might be a sprinkle of hyperbole. This is the best NFL offseason of all time. 100%. Right on the heels of the best postseason of all time. Yes. Yep. The, yep. NFL, the NFL right now is as good, better, equal, greater than everything else that exists. Yep. Name one other thing that exists that's better besides WWE. Can't do it. <laughs> I feel like the NFL's peaking right now, just like, like my junior year of high school. Like I think that's when I was the best me ever. You, you only peaked like socially and physically then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's it. MLB hot stove. Obviously, my bracket is still looking good. I'm like, you losers. So we'll talk uh, about demolish. Yeah. We will talk about that. St. Peter's. We're going to, yeah. We're going to wrap up the New Mexico runner season with owner Andres Trujillo. I called their last game Big 12 5 Wampin. The home team put on at their last home game at the Rio Rancho Event Center, which I was at on Saturday, which I didn't invite you boys, whatever, don't care. A lot of stuff going on in the world of the NBA, and um, I think I'm over Zion Williamson. I mean, you guys can come at me however you want on that. What? Yeah, I'm over him. I'm done. No. He's going to be great in like two years when he gets on a better team. Yeah, that's what he's doing. We'll talk about it. How do you feel, though? There's no way. Yeah. In two, he, you can put on 100 pounds in one year. You can't take off 100 pounds in two years. Yes, he can. Bro. Yeah. He can and he will. He's got the money. But, bro. He's not like us. We can't. He can. If I'm an NBA team and Zion called me and is like, hey, I'm trying to get on that squad, I'm like, oh, we only play, we only pay for one seat on a plane. Sorry, dog. Like, not if you're the Knicks. The it Knicks, could be. The Knicks will take you right now. Then, all right. Well, <laughs> it could be like a Orange Fitness's business plan where they give him a million dollars every time he loses 10 pounds. See? What is that? I don't know what you're talking about. The Orange Fitness place? Yeah, what's that? Like you get a basic membership and they charge you when you don't show up. So whoever gets a contract with Zion Williamson next is like, okay. That makes sense. Each 10 pounds you lose, you get another $10 million. That's the deal. Yeah. That's, like, that's, like, that's better than the Smith-Schuster deal that was just signed in Kansas City. That's pretty smooth, too. Mm. What, did he get $3 million flat, but he can make 10 and a half if he catches 150 balls or something? <laughs> Whatever. It's it like, is. you ain't going to get there. <laughs> Never. Son, that is a bad pick.
Let's get at it. We're going to call Adam Young. After that, we're going to talk Aggies. And then I'm not going to talk Aggies again because they don't care about me, so I'm not going to care about them. Fair. Never, ever going to talk mm. about him again. If you're a New Mexico State University alum, I'm writing at 505-246-0610. Call the program. We'll let you say any negative thing you want about them because they do not care about you. Uh, we'll go ahead and open up the lines to uh, Lobo fan too. Yeah, let them. Oh, run them. Yeah. Run them. Yeah. Yeah, run them. Run them through the muck. Please the- do. It's a family show, though, yeah. by the way. Keep it Bury up. their face in the muck that they've created and don't let it up until they no longer breathe. That's how I feel about Aggies right now. That's how I feel about Chris James right now. Hate them. Hate everything about them. You don't do well with breakups. <sighs> blood feuds. I'm a blood feud guy. <laughs> blood feud guy. I hold on to stuff forever. Yeah. I don't want you to just fail at the next place you go. I want you to fail at the place that you end up after that because you failed at that place. Fail forever, huh? Yeah. yeah. You want me to talk about Steve Alford? Hate him. I don't even know him. <laughs> you didn't even live here. <laughs> he's like my girlfriend's ex-boyfriend. I'm like, I've never met that guy. I hate that guy. Yeah. Like, why? Like, I'm sure he's fine. Yeah, Steve's lovely. I've yeah. met him before. He seems like a nice a really guy. good guy. What are you doing? Adam Young, after this, thank you so very much to the YNCA of Central New Mexico for being a proud partner of the program. They're doing their brand new March. Join, get everything included for free. But here's the thing this week, boys. If you right now are like, my kid's on spring break. I don't know what to do with my kid. Take your kid down to the Y. They got programs all week long taking care of your kid from the day you got to be at the office to the moment you got to leave the office. Day. The moment you got to be at the office to the moment you got to leave the office. Check out the YNCA of Central New Mexico. Two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I'm all. Back on the program, back from the break. If you leave the office at 4 o'clock, but you got out late and you just got in the car, welcome to the show. Joining us on the front of the show hotline, broadcaster for Mexico State, the voice of the Aggies, but I'm sure he's going to Mississippi State too. (laughs) Adam Young. Adam, welcome to the show. Guys, good to be on with you again. So what's up? You packed? You going to Mississippi State too? You just, what's up? What's the deal? No, no, I am not going to Mississippi State. Happy for Chris Jan, really happy for him. Uh, this is long overdue. I thought maybe uh, he would get a Power 5 job a couple of years ago. And, you know, what he did here, guys, was pretty remarkable when you look at the numbers. And if you take out last year because of all the stuff they had to go through, I mean, he was winning games at a rate that uh, very few coaches around the country were doing. So happy for him. I think he'll have a lot of success in Starkville. And I'm a Bulldog fan now as well. Okay, but how do you really feel, Adam? Yeah, that's the question. Yeah, okay. that, that was very polished. Yeah, you I, did great. I, I believe every word of it. Mm-hmm. How do you really no, feel? No, I'm, I'm, dead, I'm dead serious, guys. <laughs> I really am happy for him, and, and quite quite frankly, I think a lot of folks around here understand that side of the business and understand that they could have lost him a couple of years ago. He was having so much success, and uh, his name was being floated around for some other jobs a couple of years ago. So the fact that they got five years out of him, in five very successful years, and um, he did such a good job with this program. And um, quite frankly, I think where the program is right now, compared to where the program was when he took it over, um, it's in a better spot now than whenever he took it over. So uh, that's the goal, I think, for any head coach is to you know steadily improve, and, and he did that. He, he won his rivalry games for the most part. He won an NCAA tournament game this year. He consistently won conference titles. So he did his job, and this is this is the nature of the business, and uh, it's the nature of being a mid-major that's had success is you have a lot of turnover. We've seen this with Marvin Menzies, Paul Weir, and now uh, Chris Giannis, and Chris Giannis, out of those three, gets the best job out of the three because he had the most, the most success. 
they could have waited a week, right? That's all. Let yeah. let yeah. Aggie Nation enjoy this run, and then they just yank him the very next day. Well, you look at uh, San Francisco's head coach. Uh, San Francisco lost an NCAA tournament game, and I think the next morning their head coach went to Florida. Uh, Murray State just lost. Their head coach is now going to LSU. So things move quickly. Um, you know, we saw with Xavier, they let their coach go during the season, during an NIT run, because they didn't want to wait any longer to see what was available on the other side. So things move quickly. Um that's that's part of the business as well. And now um, the Aggies will start their search. Adam, what's the temperature of the fans in Las Cruces? I understand that you understand the business of all of this. What does the fan think, though? Are they upset? Are they angry? Do they feel like the rug's been pulled from under them? That's a really good question. And, and I don't think uh, I don't think they're upset. I think a lot of the fans get it. Um, you know, not to go back some years, but when Paul Weir went to UNM, obviously that was really hard to swallow for uh, a variety of reasons, but when your head coach goes to the SEC and he's been here five years, he's really paid his dues, and he is very well-liked in the community. His wife, Sherry, is very well-liked in the community, and they did everything they possibly could, and they left this program in a really good spot. Um, I think people are, are still you know, trying to get over the NCAA tournament loss over the weekend when they were couple minutes away and a couple, you know, decent offensive runs away from going to the Sweet 16. So that still stings around here. And it's been a roller coaster of emotions the last week, right? I mean, you win an NCAA tournament game, then you lose the way they did against Arkansas, just couldn't get anything going offensively. And then Chris Jans just a day later is gone. So it's been a roller coaster of emotions for the fans around here. Before we're talking about the tournament, I got one more follow-up on Coach Jans. Uh, obviously, big impact in New Mexico State. What was his one percent like? Seventy five. It was something 75. crazy, right? So, I mean, he, he does he does really positive things for his team. Mississippi State, though, me and you both know this, Adam. That's baseball school. Like, is he going to be able to go in there and turn the culture into a basketball program? That's a good question, Fred. Um, honestly, if you look at it on paper, basketball is probably the third sport at Mississippi State. It's probably football, baseball, then basketball as as far as the fan base and the tradition and the success. Um, if anybody can do it, it's him. Um, I, I saw him working, you know, for five straight years, and I went to a lot of practices, and I made it a point to go to practices because I wanted to learn more, and I wanted to learn from Chris Jan. And his practices were a thing of beauty. Um, he does a phenomenal job of getting his team prepared. Um, he's really good X's and O's, and he finds a way to get his teams to gel and take all those moving parts, all those moving pieces, and make sure they combine into one. And his players have so much respect for him. You know, a lot of folks will say, well, you know, he's too hard on the players, or he's a screamer, or he's a yeller. But, man, his players have so much respect for him. And what he did this year with Teddy Allen, a guy who came in with all this baggage, people were saying, and Teddy bought in. Teddy was a good teammate. Teddy had a lot of success on and off the floor this year. And a big reason why was Chris Jans. He wanted to play for Chris Jans. That's why he came here. So that's the impact of a head coach um, that gets so much respect around the country is you have players from elsewhere that want to come here and play for him and get coached hard like Chris Jans will coach you. Well, and Teddy Allen's on, well, like his fifth team. Is that correct? So, I mean, it, like there's a lot of learning there. you got to learn a bunch of different coaches, a bunch of different systems. So excellent for him to be able to mature into a way to where he can do that. Uh, my very last follow-up, which I already claimed I would do, 
for Aggies fan, what is there to still look forward to about the men's basketball program down there in Las Cruces? Well, I think going forward now it's the Sweet 16, right? I mean, you get a taste of the success now in the NCAA tournament because for, for so many years folks were talking about the missing piece was no NCAA tournament win since 1993. And if you look at the official um, statistics, there was not an NCAA tournament win since 1970 because of the vacated wins in 92 and 93. So that was the missing piece then. I think now, since they've had success in the big dance and they've been so close to the Sweet 16 that winning multiple games in the NCAA tournament is, is the goal now. And that's so hard to do. Um, you know, they have one more year left in the WAC, and the WAC is improving so much. Uh, it was a grind this year more than, more than other years to get through the league and have success and get that one seed and then win in Vegas. The conference tournament did not feel like it did in past years where the Aggies blew out a lot of people. It really had to work for their wins this year in the conference tournament. So, um, And then you go to the Conference USA in two years, and um, on paper, the Conference USA should be tougher than the WAC. Um, you know, we'll see now with the league changing, but on paper, it's going to be tough. So um, getting to the big dance is, is around here expected every single year. I mean, that's, that's the expectation is we're going to go to the NCAA tournament, and now the expectation is we're going to go there and we're going to win some games. We're going to go to the Sweet 16 and have success. So I think the bar has been raised a little bit after the success they had this year, which, guys, I think we talked right before the end of the regular season, and they were really struggling. That last week was tough. Um, they lost to Chicago State. They lost to Stephen F. Austin. They kind of stumbled into the conference tournament, and then they found that gear again and, and really played well the last couple of weeks. Adam, what does the future hold for Teddy Allen? He was an absolute joy to watch all year. That guy can ball out of control. Is he going to stay in Cruces, or is it going to be six teams in six years for Teddy Buckets? Yeah, we'll see what happens with Teddy. Um, you know, he does have one year left of eligibility. Obviously, I think his, his stock was rising during the, the NCAA tournament with a 37-point game, and then Arkansas defended him at such a high level over the weekend that mm. he just couldn't do anything, and his teammates had to make some shots, and unfortunately the shots just weren't dropping for the most part, and they weren't having success from three like they did against UConn. So we'll see with Teddy. He's got a year of eligibility left. Uh, this is his fifth different school. He does really, really like it here. Um, that is, you know, one of the things that, um, you know, he said a lot the last couple of weeks is this is home for him. Um, he had success. He won. Um, he was a good teammate. He was well-liked by his teammates. So um, we'll see with Teddy. He's got that year of eligibility left, but you just never know. Adam, I'm curious, what does this do for the recruitment process? For the new guys that want to come to New Mexico State, um, not knowing who the coach will be or anything like that, how do you think that's going to be handled? Good question. Yeah, they have so many pieces coming back that um, with with recruiting, I, I don't think they have a lot of spots to fill. Um, you know, they have a lot coming back. They lose Donnie Tillman, they lose uh, Clayton Henry, they lose Johnny McCanns, and Johnny's you know tough to replace. They they lose you at Elock, so they only have four guys graduating. So Recruiting-wise, I mean, right now, I wouldn't say they're set, but they got to, you know, add some pieces. And, um, you know, searches get done really quick. You know, we were just talking about Chris Jans, and the day after the Aggies lose, you know, he's off to Starkville. So things happen quickly, and um, a lot of teams are still playing right now too, right? I mean, you know, if the Aggies would have 
beat Arkansas guys, they would still be playing and not thinking about next year. So since they did lose, they get a head start on thinking about next year. So, um, you know, it, it's it's not time to panic yet. And and uh, Mario Mocha is the athletics director. And, you know, the only thing I'll say about the coaching search is he'll do it the right way. You know, he'll do it the right way. He's done this before. He's a pro. Um, he'll do it the right way and, and get uh, get the right person in that, um, you know, that he wants to hire. And, um, you know, there's a lot of talk on social media and a lot of stuff going on. And, you know, I'm sure Mario's just zoned in on his job and, and what he needs to do. I mean, your baseball team down there looks pretty good, though, right? Fan base getting excited about that? Fan base is excited about baseball. It's windy today, but baseball is back, and uh, they're at home this weekend. So ten, um, ten hopefully the weather is a little better than it is today. Ten, ten and eight. Like you, like, you boys are slinging it down there, huh? I mean, this is – I don't know much about Dixie State, but you're playing some, like, top-tier competition. And then, obviously, on the 29th, you're playing New Mexico, which, I mean, I feel like maybe we should go down there for that, man. I don't know what your energy is on that, but, I mean, we're going to go watch a game between the two teams. I'm always down to go check out my old hometown, my old stomping grounds. I hate that at all. <laughs> I used to run them streets down there, yo. <laughs> Anything we missed, Adam? I don't think so. Um, you know, roller coaster week for the Aggies, and you know, finally the off season now, and uh, feel good about the program. You know, it's it's um, it's been a long time coming since the Aggies have won an NCAA tournament game, so that was good to see. And the future is bright, and uh, looking forward to uh, another season next year. How's your bracket, though? My bracket is shot, guys. Uh, <laughs> I had the Aggies in the Sweet 16, so I almost got that. Smart. Um, what else did I have? I had Iowa winning a couple games. That didn't go well. Um, being an Illinois kid, I had Illinois in the finals, so oh, that didn't we, end well. Why would you do that? They're the most garbage program in the country. Every yeah. year they're supposed to win it. They never win anything. <laughs> the Big Ten is the most garbage conference in all of NCAA basketball. Oh, you're, just, you're upsetting me. I, uh, that was a heart pick. Um, that was a hard <laughs> pick, not a uh, not a mind pick. So I, uh, yeah, and I almost, you know, I'm getting tagged at winning the whole thing. So that that almost didn't look good the other day. But I had St. Peter's in the Sweet 16, so I'm happy with that. There you go. So with, your, with your Illinois pick, you're just going to go out on a limb right now and say Cowboys taking it all next year. Is that, what... Is that how you feel? Yeah. Super Bowl champions. Sure. Why Dallas. not? Why not? Go Cowboys. Huh? <laughs> how do you how do you feel whenever Van says Illinois with the yeah, S on the S? How yeah. do you feel Price about that? Nuts. Uh, I mean, I'm used to it, right? Missouri, uh, Illinois. I mean, you're sitting here telling me there's Fred, not an S on the end of that word, Fred. There's people that are from <laughs> Illinois that still call it Illinois. Well, the southern part, that part doesn't count. So that's, that's the, true. It's a whole other part. Adam Young, you're the best in the business. All right, guys, appreciate it. All right, why isn't he as mad at Chris Jans as we are? Very I professional. I don't understand. Very professional. That's what you think. You think it's a work? Yeah. You think it's a work? Yeah. No. What if they're actually friends and he's actually supportive of his friend doing better? Maybe he's going with him. <laughs> he hadn't dropped it yet. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Yeah, right away. <laughs> You're going to Mississippi State? What's the deal? Yeah, you are You are aggressive. You came oh, in hot. Because I, I hate when coaches leave. So we should have got Aggie Fan on. Not the well-spoken, super talented, objective Adam Young. They still got time. Vital, you want to you want to get in on this after we get yeah, back? Yeah. How do you feel, Vital? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, I feel like he does about the whole thing, and he did. He said it just right. Well, if you're not going to hate on him, we're going straight to NFL. So it's up to you. <laughs> I can't hate on my team. That's the direction they wanted to go, or a certain coach wanted to go. All mm-hmm. fine with that. Yeah. You, mm-hmm. If you can make more money, you make the money. Uh, NFL talk from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Whenever we get back, two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The Sports Animal. 
Back on the program. I hate Chris Jans, and so does Bree. Bree, welcome to the program. Well, hi guys. How are you? Oh well, I mean, I mean, we're okay. We're doing pretty good. <laughs> well, we've met you a couple times. You guys will probably remember, remember me. We actually moved here from Wichita, Kansas. Oh. So you want to jump on this? I'm real mad at Chris Jans band. That's two in a row for you. Because we had him at Wichita State as an assistant coach. He got let go due to an appropriate situation at a bar. We brought him back as a special teams assistant coach, and then he left to go coach New Mexico State. So I move out here. Oh, wait, then Teddy Allen went because he was on our bench for inappropriate things, too. And we had all the students section had hashtag free Teddy T-shirts that we wore to games because he couldn't play. And then you get here, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's NCAA tournament time. New Mexico State, there's coach. You know, there's Teddy Allen. I'm ready to root for this. Like, I'm ready to go. I was so excited watching the games. And then he pulls the most Christian thing he could do and quits the next day. Now, did any of these inappropriate behaviors have anything to do with the Wichita State shocker? Well, I mean, he got let go. This was a bar situation and a waitress situation. I don't remember all the exact ah, details. Ah, so shocker he, was an issue. Yeah. Okay, we get it. Okay. That, was, that was our head coach that got let go for that one. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> great reputation the last few years. I can't brag on that one. but So, I mean, who's going to come into your life next for the Aggies and break your heart? I don't know. <laughs> I have no clue right now. But hey, at least it's you know, at least we can get some good basketball. I can watch good basketball. Let's keep it going. Hopefully, you know, Teddy doesn't make school six out of six, you know. I mean, you know, he did come from Wichita too, so I just hope he doesn't go somewhere else. I hope he just tries to finish out his career and play some basketball. Is that New we Me- know he's capable of playing. Is New Mexico State a step up from Saint Peter's? Because Shaheen Holloway from Saint Peter's, he's just gonna re- punch his ticket to wherever he goes after the run they're on right now is that a guy Dude, you might they're want just, they're just scary right now like like i said i, I can't remember what i say we went to the final four and it just reminds me of that year with st pete like they're just gonna come out of nowhere and then just turn into this powerhouse or at least put it on for a couple of years so he i have the feeling he has any option of going wherever he wants to go and he may pull greg marshall and just want to stay there if the school's taking care of him it's all about how the school takes care of their coaches is what I feel like. I have to uh, ask you, what is your bracket looking like? That's good. It, it, oh, it don't sound... kick yourself. I'm doing great. Uh, I still have KU in. I still uh, have Gonzaga in. Um, I had Baylor. And um, so, yeah, I'm good. I, I knew it. I'm, I could I'm tell. in third place right now in my the, bracket. The whole so. reason the Bree doesn't call because she hates Chris James. She calls her the humble brag on air. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. No, hey, like, yeah, oh, I'm good. I mentioned my bracket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bree, you're the best, and I also hate Christian, so thank you so very much. <laughs> Have a good day, guys. Yep. Thanks. That Wichita State. They're not a very good basketball team right now. So, <laughs> just saying. Yeah. What are they, 15? They're like a 15-15 team. Right? They're like 500 team. Right? I remember they, that. They ain't got Teddy Allen. No. I remember that madness. The So, I broadcast in the OVC for a while. I, you boys know that. I guess I'm, I don't know if a listener does. And Wichita State was always always messing everything up because it was like, oh, okay, we got it. you're on a good run, so they're always doing well. Or whoever's, oh, here comes Wichita State. They're going to screw it up. They don't, they don't win all the games, but they win the ones to just screw up. <sighs> Teddy Allen goes to transfer portal. I'll bet you boys anything. I'll bet you boys oh, yeah. anything. There's no way. Unless they put some name, image, likeness on the table. Dog, you live in Bring in that bag. Where Where is the uh, supporter money in Las Cruces? Like, where is it at? What is it? What is Mafia? Sunland Park uh, racetrack. He's the owner of that guy. He's got a lot of money. What's his name? Escobar? I can't remember. No, <laughs> not, not, not that I know of. 
but he uh, donates a lot of money to New Mexico State Athletics, the owner of the Sunland Park. Cool. Racetrack. Cool. Here's hey, if he plays bets, don't don't bet on Teddy Allen being back there next year. Forget that. I'm with Bree though. Like, just keep going, dog. Like, you know, five years. Maybe when Chris Jans is on his way out of town, he runs into this stolen prisoner transport van okay. <laughs> that's on the lamb in the country right. right now. Breaking news. You're talking. All right. So this happened at Route 66 Casino. Did you see this article? This is breaking. Yeah. News. This is all unsubstantiated. I have I've done zero vetting on this. A prison van transporting three inmates was taken by the prisoners after the deputy driver had an episode, like a medical episode, near Route 66 Casino. What? Huh? What, boys? Yeah. How did they even get to the driver's seat? I thought all that is like blocked off. No clue. <laughs> what? No, and I and I don't know enough to say another single word about it. But like, if you see a prison van doing ninety down Highway Forty. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's see if that's on the traffic update. I'm not saying you were going to anyways, Albuquerque. Yeah. yeah. Don't approach this prisoner van. No. They're going to they're gonna need gas real soon. Trust me. I don't care if they're handing out Blake's burritos or they got bags of candy. Mm-mm. There's some marble IPA. Stay away from prisoner transport vans in the area can, can for you a day Im- or two. Can you imagine being a prisoner for like the last several years? Like, like commandeering a prisoner van, start driving and be like, look at the price of gas. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can see it playing out in my head, too. Like, the guy behind the wheels having, like, a medical condition. He's like, I need help. And like, we're all locked up. Unlock yeah. us. Yeah. Unlocked one guy. And he's like, just threw him outside of the van. <laughs> oh, like, let's man. go, boys. Let's roll. Well, and this could actually be a really tragic thing. I have no idea because right. it's just coming yeah. across my feet. But, I mean, just, guys, come on, boys. No. Um, New Mexico Pinion Coffee, I talk about all the time. I'm drinking it right now. Big thank you to them for being the title sponsor of Locker 505's inaugural golf tournament coming up on April 23rd. You boys are playing. I'm not. I'm working that day. But uh, everyone that is involved in our lives is a partner. Phone calls whenever we get back. Two men on 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Closing in on 5 o'clock, closing in on quitting time. We've already closed out Chris Jan's career, but Vincent wants to lay a little comment to it. Vincent, welcome to the program. Well, I mean, Chris Jan's, you know, he's going to quadruple his salary going to from Las Cruces to Starkville. I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, the Lobos, UNM, would love to have somebody with his, uh, uh, you know, uh, coaching Ackerman, which means if you watch the two games, that the Aggies played, and I'm, probably you guys didn't, but Ouch. you know they they have, I mean they have grit. I mean if you you know they they have determination. They, I mean, and you find it out in the tournament. There's some coaches that have it. There's some don't. Rick Barnes doesn't have it. Uh, there's a lot of coaches that don't have it. But this guy, I mean, I don't know how he does it. Don't I don't know how. But Chris Jens, I mean, he he almost beat Auburn uh, three years ago in the first round, the first game. It, the year Auburn went to the Final Four, the Aggies. I mean, they have he has that touch, and UNM just doesn't ever seem to get it right. They just oh, they flounder around, you know, they, you know, and you know, we can go through the global past performance. 
I mean, but really, uh, if you looked at this weekend, uh, the Big Ten, again, is way overrated. Super overrated. Nine, nine teams in to make it through the weekend, to the, through the first weekend. Nine, two out of nine. I mean, the ACC had only five. They got three in. The Pac-10 had three, and they got two in the final 16. So, you know, let's reevaluate this thing. Oh, Illinois, Michigan State, well, these teams, well, you know, well, they're great schools and all that nonsense, but they, they never come through. Why? Because they don't have the players. They don't have top-notch players, you know? And they and actually their coaches are not that great in the in the Big Ten. That makes but I, Duke I cannot game blame I cannot blame Christian one I mean oh yeah. Well Van Van's gonna turn down you know, he makes twenty thousand a year with you guys and, and you know, uh, KTLA in LA is gonna give him eighty grand. He's gonna say, Ah oh, no, I'm gonna stay in Albuquerque. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Well, I think the difference is, and if you go to Mississippi, it's just because you love mosquitoes. <laughs> like you go to LA, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah, that's all another life. That's all another life. You might. Fun fact, Vince, you might not know this, but Mississippi is an old Algonquin word ah. that means where traders go to ruin their careers. That's true. Yeah. yeah have true. you been? Have you been to Stark Vegas? If, if that is a nickname for Starkville, then the answer is no. Okay, then. Shut the half up. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, thanks for the call, Vincent. I think I would. I, I'm, I love that he like took the Aggie success this year and Coach Jan's success as just an opportunity to put another dig on the Lobos, just like one little below the belt jab. Well, and no offense to Starkville, although I mean plenty. The thing is, where is it? What is it? Like, guys, I'm not trying to be that guy, but. What is in Mississippi besides Jackson? And for real, no one cares about Jackson, Mississippi. Not at all. <laughs> like, boys, no one. Like, you go to Mississippi, you know what you go to Mississippi for? To take road trips to Memphis. <laughs> in another state. Yeah. Hey, Robert, you like to go on vacation in Mississippi? No, nah, I'm good. Is that a place where you would like to go? Yeah, I'm good. You want to go to visit some small towns in Mississippi, Robert? I'm, I'm good. But, Fred, there's a <laughs> peninsula in Biloxi. Uh, yeah, it's a cool retirement facility. We, I guess in 40 years I'll go hang out there. <laughs> Super sweet. Mississippi. Well, Hattiesburg has a rich history of Civil War engagements. Yeah, because they love slavery. We're talking about Mississippi. It's really called Stark Vegas, though. Like, what? It is now. <laughs> NFL, NFL, NFL. Let's do it all of the 5 o'clock hour. Two minutes on 95.9 FM, AM 610. The Sports Animal. I just need a second, boys. I just, just need a second right here. They cover any Nelly at the Ice Cube concert that you two hosted and went to and didn't invite me to this past weekend, Robert? Did they do that? No, it was it was grown up hip hop. Guys, I don't think you know how old Nelly is. <laughs> He's not Ice Cube old. That's a good point. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the only cover was Cypress Hill doing Jump Around that by House. That was the only one, yeah. right? Yeah. The Dog Pound did a couple Snoop songs, but they were in those Snoop songs. Yeah, yeah. their verses.
before the program started today, we were talking with the program director here, um, Jared Hart, runs all the talk radio here. If you ever have a complaint, email him. So we were doing like our, we do like a little production meeting that Robert skips every week. And I had no clue there was one. <laughs> Thanks for telling me. Now I feel like you at the Ice Cube concert. <laughs> so at the Super Bowl, we had sat down with Ryan LaVarnway, who was a World Series like champion with the, the hated Boston Red Sox. And Jared Hart says, "Hey, um, I think I, I think I saw Lavarnway signed with the Tigers." And we, were, me and Van, were like, "Yeah, what, you know, whatever. Yeah, excited for him." He's like, "And you boys didn't think about having him on the show to talk about the update. You boys didn't think about <laughs> like introducing that to the listener who like really enjoys the interpersonal relationship you guys have with athletes and stuff." We were like, "So we're having him on five thirty today. So Ryan, <laughs> Ryan Lavarnway will be joining us in about thirty minutes. We're going to talk about him signing with the Tigers, and obviously we're going to laugh a little bit. So that will be uh, that'll be a lot of fun." Also, from the live text, uh, live chat, Craig is pointing out all the times that Boston has beat the St. Louis Cardinals in the World Series. Uh-huh. So I would like to put him on a one-week ban from the program. <laughs> uh, Craig, congratulations. You hurt my feelings, and I deserve that. So, good. Also, we are. I think we're going to get together with friend of the show, Craig, on June 17th, boys, because the Cardinals are playing the Red Sox, and it's Craig's birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah, so we're going to make the effort to make sure we watch a little bit of baseball with him. Opening day, obviously, is the 7th, right, man? Cannot not be here soon yeah, enough. So we are two weeks and some change, and you haven't been to this yet, Robert. Every year, Van and I, primarily Van, but with me being adjacent, we have a backyard like baseball barbecue bonanza oh, yeah. Yeah. where we put up 15 screens underneath his pergola. And we we uh, cook hot dogs and and drink drinks and enjoy um, lavishness. Yeah, opening day is basically my Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So, so loyal listener out there, think of everything you do for your Super Bowl Sunday. And it's, that's my opening day. And it's a very VIP list of individuals that we invite. And it's not like they're prominent people in the community. They're just guys who like to party. Yeah. So we have out the boys. Okay. And uh, you are on the short I'm list. Definitely on that list. Yes. So wear your Dodgers gear. It's, yeah. It's the one time it's safe all year long. Vital, you are also invited. Gonna, gonna... Uh, he's been invited before. And he has turned down before. Three years in a row. He's, he's turned probably, it down. He's probably I, I, working. I might show up with the Brewers uh, apparel. You I tell you know. what. Here's the, I'm going to entice you because I know who you are with free T-shirts, Michael. Yeah. If you show up to Van's Backyard Baseball Bash Bonanza Barbecue and Boys, write, write all that down. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's, good. That's pretty good. Then I will provide you with a, because I have a 20% off coupon, a Fanatics Brewers T-shirt of your choice. Oh, Ah, now I might pay attention. That's a deal. I mean, that's, that's a, deal. a deal. Yeah, and obviously, I, do, I mean, I need to get up to the free shipping number. Mm. Anyways, so we gotta... should get him a uh, a new Andrew McCutcheon jersey. Yeah, oh, right. So no. he could wear it for a couple months before he's obviously going to be <laughs> traded at the trade deadline. Yeah, that 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 sounds that's that I may just find myself in Van's backyard. You may have enticed them with You know how many dudes have said that. Hi-oh. Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> that will be uh it's a very good time, Robert. I don't Do you have a, you got anything like that in your life? You got any like like no. yearly, ritually? Well, besides my birthday and going to a Chargers game, no. Hmm. I, I I try to go to the opening. I feel like that counts. Sure. Yeah, it does. Yeah, I, I'm just thinking about it now. I do it because my birthday is the usually Labor Day weekend, September 5th, and usually I go to the very first Chargers home game. 
no matter where it's at. So I've been to San Diego. I've been Carson. Yeah. I didn't go to L.A., but I did catch the game there in L.A. Yeah. Well, there you have it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's been good since we've been here. We've like it's, yeah. and we got photos from every year, and and it's grown every year too. It was like the first year there was like a dozen of us, and then last year there were too many of us. So we need to figure out a. That's a good problem to have. Yeah, we need an in betweener. We need a like a safe number. That means you're a great host. Luckily, we do it all day because we watch from the first Eastern Time Zone game yeah. all the, the way to the last West game. The 9.30 We're there here. all day. Yeah. yeah. So, so you people come 30, in shifts. Do you have 32 TVs? No, there's only 15 games. So we have yeah. – Oh, yeah. We don't do home and away broadcasts. All right. And so I, it's just one game. That's, that's incredible, though. <laughs> well, I think yeah. we figured it out last year where we only needed 13 TVs because some games would end before the night one started. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we had, like, daisy-chained – like 13 viewing devices, like some of them were like iPads and stuff. <laughs> it's and, true. Man. And we created a wall of enjoyment and then uh, literally just popped popped beers and barbecued all day long and Van had meat adjacent food. Correct. And we, uh, yeah, we laughed a lot. And there's, I slept on your hammock in the backyard. I was so out of it. True story. <laughs> I was going to say. Two years in a row. Yeah. Who survives the whole day? It's only us that go well, the whole day, really. No, yeah. uh, count me, me in. I'm me. going the whole day. Oh, you're it? I'm going all the whole day. day. Okay. I'm going the whole day. All right. And it, it has like a fun energy because it's yeah. like we bring, like, I, you, like you can come, but here's who also can come. Like, uh, we don't use names on the program, but like yeah. your daughter. Yeah. Because right. it's good for kids, it's right. friendly for kids. Mm-hmm. I built a sandbox last year. That's for yeah, I forgot about the sandbox. I literally yeah. built a sandbox just last because. Year. Yeah. So kids can have fun. There we go. And then, so two years ago, or one year ago, anyways, like, I think, like, Dave and Buster's, they gave us, like, things to give away. Yeah. <laughs> it was like. Oh, it's it's turning into an event. Yes. Yo, it's a it's absolutely an event. There we go. It's a give the neighbors heads up. Like, we're about to, like, break ordinance rules. Yeah. And then this hey, year. Hey, and with those 13 TVs daisy chained together, we're breaking a lot of fire codes, yeah. too. Oh, yeah. 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 100% true. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Luckily, noise shouldn't be a problem. Where you're at, it's. People be lined Noise. up. Now nah, we're good. Are yeah. they, are they yeah. lined up in the alleyways yet? That's when you know you're gotten big. Mm. <laughs> when strangers tailgate our party. <laughs> <laughs> you know we. So in last year we talked about getting one of those big inflatable screen things or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. But there was on. Co- Do you guys remember COVID? It's done now. Yeah. No. 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 It's not done. It's still in California and Oregon. But it's yeah, finally, it's over here. Oh, we solved it. Okay. Yeah, we yeah. fixed it here, apparently. Uh, Santa Fe, what's the name of the hospital? St. Vincent, St. Mary, whatever Santa Fe is, the hospital up there. They let their last COVID patient out last weekend. So there are zero patients in hospital treatment in Santa Fe. Wow. Isn't that crazy? It is. Yeah. Oh, Omicron, Omicron was soft. Oh, yeah. they, could, they couldn't mess with us. They No. They it was the Baker it, Mayfield no. of... <laughs> Of COVID, <laughs> they gave it a too strong of a name. Omnicron just yes. sounds like, yeah, like, oh, oh man, no. yeah. that, that's a Power Rangers villain. Yeah, yeah, like I ain't messing with that. I'm glad it's over though. I'm glad it's solved. Uh, there's a stronger new variant coming across what? Europe. Yeah, what are you talking I've, about? I've heard In about Asia, this one. Yeah, what's yeah. it called? The BS something. All right, it sounds like BS. I think it's like, yeah, beat me to BV it. I think it's like Omega Supreme or BV. Something. I don't know. <laughs> Not the BV BV2, variant. BV two Omnicron or something like that. Mm, I'm just. I'm if looking. It's got at, Omnicron in it. It's soft. I That's agree. What I think so far. <laughs> yeah. If it's like if it's like Omnicron two yeah. or whatever, then yeah. I'm typing in COVID nineteen new variant, 
into Google because I don't believe what I'm hearing from the fake news, Mike Vitale. And, oh, crap, there's a new one. Always going to be a new one. Oh, this is going forever, by the way, boys. It's going to be every year. Yeah, it's going to be every year. The BA2? That's it. BA.2. I mean, come on now. See, I mean, I've I've been at a point where my – BA was point two before, and that was mm. very dangerous. <laughs> That's blood alcohol. You're that talking. is blood alcohol. Yeah. That's a blood alcohol joke. I was making fun of my own alcoholism. Well, where is BA one? How are we going <laughs> to skip to BA two? Uh, BA one, I believe, was Billy Gunn, and he was part of the New Age Outlaws. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know? <laughs> Road dog. COVID. Okay. All right. Oh shoot. So you might be honest. I'm here, man. Because the symptoms include dizziness and fatigue, and that's what I have when my BA is too high, too. Yeah, that's perfect. <laughs> that's, built, that's built for us. There, hey, I'll, I'll tell you what, Europe. We'll take one for the team. Give it to us first. Mm-hmm. We will survive. We will be fine. Uh, anything that starts in Europe is soft anyway. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. You see what uh, Russia tried to do in Ukraine? Yeah. Super soft. Soft. <laughs> Ain't going nowhere. <laughs> first soft. off, Russia's in Asia, so there's that. Is St. Petersburg in Asia? I feel like it's split. I think I think it's split too. I think it spans it's so big. Russia is in Asia. Really? All of it? Yeah. No, man. There's a I've part that's in Europe. Oolong. Oh, that's Ukraine. The Ukrainians always thought of themselves as the Europeans first. That's basically the cusp right there. Really? So I think it cuts though. All right. So another. By the way, outstanding radio we're doing here. So the twenty-three <laughs> percent of Russia is located in Europe. According to Google, so figure wow, yeah, trust that as much as you want. Um, including St. Petersburg is in is in the European continent. Yeah, I was so, about to say the seventy seven percent that's in Asia. That's where Rocky trained in Rocky because <laughs> that was like way over in like Nepal somewhere. Like he wasn't in like Russia when we think of Russia. Russia is apparently being recognized as transcontinental, yeah. which is LGBTQC plus. Yeah, <laughs> plus Europe. <laughs> man what a mountain rage here boys i know so little about mountains have i talked to you about this what what is it is it divided in the earls is that what it is is, that what it is? is it earls or ural urals ural you're yeah i think ural. it's ural well i'm used to you're all earls is <laughs> what i've you're all okay. means something different you're all wrong so apparently moscow <laughs> all right boys this is crazy so moscow is also in europe yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, who did the Russia that we think about is Europe. I agree. The rest of it is over in Asia. Yeah, the I don't all the part that you forget about when you yeah. play Risk. Yeah, none of that part. There's is. like two people that live in that 77. percent I mean, but they hard. They go yeah, hard yeah. out there. It's two people and five Yetis. That those live are the people there. Yeah, those are people with <laughs> bears as pets. Yeah, they ride yaks. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I forgot to feed the bear this week. Let's go outside. <laughs> hey, I'm I was as you're bringing this up, I'm looking at like a cartoon illustration of Russia, and every other thing on it is a bear. It's like pine tree, <laughs> bear, moose. And I only know moose are prevalent in Russia because of Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. There's a railroad through it all of it? This whole country's crazy. Why would you even try to go to another country? That's how little I know about Russia. I'm yeah, that's the Trans-Siberian Railroad. That's a band. You're talking about a band. No, that goes. That stretches from, I believe, Moscow or St. Petersburg all the way to Vladivostok to the end. What? What are you? Yeah. Did it have a city? Siberian 
When did you morph into reality. Rand McNally? <laughs> Do they have a city for all their old leaders? Can you tell me where in the world <laughs> yeah. is Car- is Carmen San Diego right now? Can you tell me that? No, of course not. I think that that reference might have yeah, missed. missed yeah, it. Missed that's okay. Over my head. Where, where, where does Putinville come in? Saint <laughs> Putinsburg. Is, is that Asia or is that Europe? Who's the most famous NFL Russian? NFL? Yeah. I think oh, no. The all-time leader in rushing is Emmitt <laughs> Smith. <laughs> Touche. Oh, this is a weird show. NFL talk for 15 minutes. Ryan LaVarnway after that. Big thank you to O'Neill's who allows us to come out every Thursday night, except for last Thursday night because it was St. Patty's Day. But Van went there socially, and then I went there the next day, and I could still recognize there was a really good St. Patty's Day party the night before due to libation. That is a hundred percent accurate. We'll be at O'Neill's this upcoming Thursday. I think we're at the Heights. One. We're at Heights. We're in the Heights. Also, uh, I know we're going to be joined by. Uh, all right, Harry Schwartz is going to join us again. Harry Schwartz, who plays in Mexico United, who we gave the two men on drip to. Hmm, need to rephrase that. And <laughs> <laughs> he went on to score his first professional goal this past weekend for the and United. And the win hey, for the boys. There we go. The TMO bump. Also, I hate El Paso, and they beat up on El Paso, so mm. we need to make sure we put a fair amount of time into that. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports team. NFL talk. Live chat's doing really well. 505-246-0610, reach out to the program. We're talking basketball, we're talking NFL, we're talking Major League Baseball. At 530, Ryan LaVarnway is going to join us. We're going to talk with him. Catcher for the Detroit Tigers. We have a lot of fun with that. All right, boys, carousel ready? Let's get it. Holla. A lot of moves. Today was the end of the NFL trade deadline. Cool? If you want all the transactions, go somewhere else. I'm going to spotlight the best ones. Marcus Mariota is the new quarterback for the Atlanta Falcons. But Fred, they already have a quarterback. Not even, boys. Uh-uh. Not even at all. Atlanta traded quarterback Matt Ryan to the Colts for a third-round pick. Did you hear me? It's a salary dump. He was going to count $40 million on their cap for Matt Ryan. The Falcons were? And then the Colts are taking all the money. That's why they didn't get a big package like the other quarterbacks did nice. because nice. he makes way too much money. Well, what the Colts would have been counting without Matt Ryan was 16 L's. Mm-hmm. 17 L's. Oh, I hate this new schedule. <laughs> Fully ruined that one. Yep. Good move for the Colts. I'm back on on the Colts. I'm back in. It's a good move for the Falcons and the Colts. The Falcons aren't going to be competitive next year. Yeah. They'll be just as good with Mariota as they are with Matt Ryan. Robert, they got two-thirds for Wentz, took one of them, and turned it into Matt Ryan. Matt. Matty Ice. Name a better running back in the game. Than Jonathan Taylor Thomas? Cannot do it. Well, only one. Henry. There's literally only one. Henry. You think Derrick Henry better? Yeah. I don't. I 100% do. I do. He's Derrick Henry. And he's been doing it. Yeah. Howard, welcome to the program. You also love Matt, Matty Ice, all the way up there in, in Indianapolis. I love that move, man. I absolutely love that move. They're going to resurrect his career and save the, you know, the last little bit of his career, and he's going to do well. That was a great move for Matty Ice. Wouldn't, what, if you're a Matt Ryan, wouldn't you run away to anybody? Yeah. Like they just. <laughs> They just tried to get, like, a top-shelf perv to take your job while you're still on the roster, the face of the franchise. 
Of course have, you're getting I'd out of town. You, if I were Matt Ryan, I'd have U-Haul on speed dial, man. I'd be, I'd, I'd be yeah. ready to get the hell out of Atlanta. Yeah. Mayflower moving, that's how I feel. Well, and and Brady came you. back into the division. I think two minutes. Yeah. yeah, run. <laughs> Quick question, guys. Quick yes. question. Your personal opinion. I accepted a friend request from, from one Craig Gourlay. Mistake or not? Wait a minute. I mean, we don't yeah. use last names on the program because yeah. it's the program. Hey. But, uh, I mean, oh, I'm, ass- I'm assuming it's friend of the show, that's, Craig. That's yeah. top notch right there. Yeah, friend yeah. of the show, Craig. Yeah. Pardon me. I'm, top I'm tier. sorry, Craig. Top tier. Yeah. Did, did he try to get you to extend your car's limited <laughs> warranty? Good question. If he did not, no, not then yet. that's, then Man, that's the real Craig. Craig. Craig's number doesn't come up on bathroom walls now. I'm I'm sorry about that, Craig. <laughs> did, did he send you a direct message that said, "This is the real account of Vladimir Putin. Someone is kidnapping me, and I need I need to stop this war in Russia." Did he say that? I'm telling, telling you, man. I'm telling. Hey, I gotta tell you. Now I'm shifting over to Low T Vinny. Okay, Low T Vinny. Give me a break, Vincent. The only touch that Craig Jans know, has is that he knows how to recruit. And use the transport portal. Good for uh, good for Jans. Good for Jans. I'm glad he went out there and made that money. Lobo fan was furious at Alford when he left. And I'm like, you know what it is? It's about chasing that American dream and that almighty buck. That's why we never see Fred Slow around. He's always out somewhere double-timing and making more money. It's kind all about of, the money, right, Fred? Kind of a lot of truth to what you just yeah. said. That's a pretty good read. Though, Literally buddy. the definition yep. of me. Yep. That's a good read. Oh, and I don't mean it in a derogatory sense. I mean it that you're a hustler. No, you're you know, spot on. You're a hustler, man. You're out there working your butt off and making money. And although Van and Buck are my rock, they're always here for me. Not so much, you know, Robert, but Robert does skip out of this. But Van, you're my rock. Aww. Oh, my goodness. You know, you're the always anchor. there for me, man. Even though you try to you, you try to convince them not to preempt you for NCAA basketball, but you know, I know you would have been there on Thursday and Friday if you could have been. That is true. And and thanks for the lovely kind words. I just I just got a raging heart boner just now. So thank <laughs> thanks for that. This, is that a low T joke? All right. Yeah. Can we say that? It's the on, opposite, on, it's the opposite of a low T. Acceptable? Well, we we'll figure it out I, later. I, I well, I wasn't I, I wasn't that descriptive. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'll tell you something, guys. Derrick Henry, best running back in football. Love the show, guys. Have a good night. Appreciate you, brother. Cheers. Thanks, Howard. No. He's good. He's number two. Number two. What? I like the Taylor kid. Yeah. You're a big home improvement guy, too. I've been oh, th- I think that's where it starts. Well, I have that Benford tattoo. You're, yeah, I know you. Yeah. 6100 series. You boys know that. You're looking through at uh, rose-colored glasses for your love of Jonathan Taylor Thomas already. JTT, if you would, moving forward, we're on that level. Um, that, po- you- that poster you have of him is getting a little tattered, so eBay, buddy. Got a lot of years under it. What happens now to Jimmy Garoppolo and Baker Mayfield, boys? Because with Mariota going to Atlanta, with Matty Ryan going to Indianapolis, and with Jameis Winston signing big money with the Saints. Baker to Seattle. What? Oh, man. What? They're just going to give him away. For yeah. why? Because oh. they, they, they got a backup as well. They got um, the old backup for the Colts. Mm-hmm. In Seattle? No, in um, Cleveland. Oh, 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 God, it's on the Tim Island. You know it, Vital. It don't matter. Yeah, he's a I, I say the Browns got to keep Baker Mayfield on the roster because you're going to have to play four to six to eight games every year 
with Deshaun Watson keep getting suspended. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett, yeah. They, they got him as well from the so Dolphins. Deshaun, you're right. Deshaun Watson's going to end up sitting out six games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No doubt. I think that's why they got Brissett. To play six games. Yeah. Okay. Hard to argue that. Yeah. And as prolific as Deshaun Watson is, it's not just going to be next year, I'm assuming. You know, people change. What am I? What am I saying? People change. People oh, that, grow. That's messed up. You're that guy right now. <laughs> that's messed up. I never would have taken Van to be that guy. I am the guy that'll say everyone's got like skeletons in their closet. I'll be the if you put an NFL player in front of me, I'll tell you what's wrong with them. Like I am that guy. I'll, I'll buy into that narrative forever. There's a couple of them though where you never get me to come back. There's a couple of them where you don't. This is one of them. Henry Ruggs, I can't come back on. Yeah, yeah. Killed a gal. Yeah. Ben Roethlisberger never came back on. Ruined gals' lives. Mm-hmm. Can't do it. Can't do it on Deshaun Watson. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. Like drugs? I can come back on drugs. Mm. I don't have a problem with drugs. Pat McAfee? I'll come back on Pat McAfee. Like I'm, but this stuff. Adrian can, Peterson? Adrian Peterson. Well, oh, oh yeah. I can't come back on no. that. That's cultural. That's different. What do you mean? That's rule of thumb? way he was raised thing. No. He's no, like, because I was on that train until just this, this last one had nothing to do with a child. Huh. Michael Vick, I think that's a redemption story. You come back from that. You think you come back from that one? I do. That's Again, that's cultural. That's the way he was raised. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't have the the perspective he's, of, he's of, product view, of viewing environment. it. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's a down-the-line one. You're going to get the 50-50 with him. Half will say... Yes, half will say never. So, but I do buy into what you're saying, Van. Of uh, did his time, rehabilitated, back in society. Yeah, hard for me to argue that because mm-hmm. who am I to say what the punishment should be? Sure, that's not for me. Right. And and the court of public opinion, yeah, is completely different. Yep, I think every player who does their time, who gets whatever the court tells them to do, do the crime, do yeah. the time. You should be able to come back to your your profession of choice. Mm-hmm. Oh, I agree completely. You don't you don't do that with a dude who works at Arby's. You don't do that with an accountant. Right. Like you don't do that with a construction worker. You do the time, and then you're part of society again. I believe you to be correct. Mm-hmm. There was uh, Steve Spagnola used to coach the St. Louis Rams. He was like the head coach, and he was we had these four pillars he would talk about all the time, and one of them was character stuff, right? And that's why they drafted like Sam Bradford. That's why they had mm-hmm. some of those pieces. And it's weird to me how disproportionately, like questionable character and really good at football, like has a Venn diagram that overlaps. <laughs> sure. Like I don't, I don't know if I quite understand that. Mm-hmm. Well, I have a perfect yet horrible example. Ready when you are. We made it to the moon first because of the Nazis. Very this true. is a true story. Very Oper- true. Operation Paperclip. Yep. NASA was ran by people who were scientists in Germany. Mm-hmm. That is a true story in American history that really happened. So they were at the top of their skill set. Everyone else in the military obviously got in huge trouble. Mm-hmm. These guys were scientists, and they were needed for the other team. Yeah. So they got a slap on the wrist. That is a great analogy. You think you think Antonio Brown is like number five on the depth chart? He keeps getting all these second chances. No, no, no. I want to continue this because I like it. Ryan Levarnway in two minutes though, so we'll do that. 
you have an update on front of the show, Ryan LaVarnway, what he's doing with the Detroit Tigers, and we're able to do that because of our partnership with Electric Playoffs. Thank you so very much to them and everything they have going on over there. I went to the black and yellow party, Van, you went as well, sure two did. weekends ago for the United, and I tell you what, they can morph that space into just absolutely anything. So if it's a private event or just a night out that's not Monday or Tuesday, go check out the Electric Playoffs. It is a world of fun and a world of engagement. Two men on, Ryan LaVarnway, whenever we get back, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program. If you left the office at 530, you're currently in the car and you're listening to us, talk to a friend of the show, Ryan LaVarnway. Ryan, welcome back. What's up, boys? Oh, my God. Hey, hey, what's going on in the 808, guy? How's Detroit? What's going on up there? What's what's the deal, huh? I, I couldn't tell you what's going on in Detroit. I'm in Florida. It's free training. <laughs> <laughs> Got that big – hey, you were looking. You found a squad. They needed a catcher. What? How's spring training? What's the world? What's the world you're, you're currently living in? The world I'm, I'm currently – so I was, I was working at a desk job 10 days ago. Wow. Going to the, going to the batting cage at 6 a.m., hitting – you know, going to the office and then catching bullpens at lunch and going back to the office. Um, and now I'm living in a hotel, riding my bicycle to Major League Spring Training games every day. All right, before we decide how cool it is, what was your day job before? Is that better than playing professional baseball? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Uh, I was I was selling mortgages. Uh, oh, 50-50, I see. Yeah, cool. Adjacent. Tough decision. <laughs> Tough decision. <laughs> uh, I enjoy being out, out on the field much, much more. How how did that how did it feel when you were taking your photos? I'm I'm looking here on your IG. Was that a even though you've been in you know what ten years or decade? How does that still feel? You still get the that excitement to put the uniform on and take the pictures? Yeah. So this is my 15th year, my 14th spring training, um, and I got to tell you, with the way I mean, I'm I'm not a superstar, right? I'm not Javi Baez. I'm not Miguel Cabrera. Wish I was. Just it's not me. Um, there's been plenty of years where I didn't get to do those cool videos. I just got the, like the basic headshot, and I got to see the superstars doing the video. So I I enjoyed that a lot. It was really fun. Nice. I need to know if you do me a favor, Ryan. I need you to say yes before I ask it. Yes. What Thank do you want? You. Just hear me out on the walk-up music. So <laughs> okay. if you do Beverly, if you do Beverly Hills Cop is your walk-up music. Beautiful. Don't you feel like the Detroit fan base will really embrace you? You know what? I, I haven't chosen my walk-up song yet, and I'm I'm open for suggestions, and that just took the number one spot the, in my head. The Axel F, like the piano, like like do 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 do. Yeah, just hear me out. I'm just throwing it out there, and you already said yes, so you do whatever you want with that. So yeah, are, are you know you... what? I'm gonna I'm gonna text the clubby right after I get off the phone call with you guys and change it right now. Love that. So you feel obligated to like really love Eminem right now, or were you a fan before? <laughs> That's a good question. I was I was in the like Goody Two Shoes class when he first came out of like oh he's a bad boy I don't know if I can get into that but I've always <laughs> enjoyed it you know like I was I was pretty square in, in middle school when he was when he was really big um, but I love his music so what about Detroit style pizza are you having to lie to the city of Detroit and saying that it's better than New York style that'll end up being a good question. no you can check the archives I've always loved Detroit pizza <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm on the record. I'm on the record years ago before I was ever a Tiger um, saying that people would say New York or Chicago, and I would say Detroit. Wow. So, so Ryan, we know you love to have a good time. We already know that. So do you already know the places in Detroit to go and have a LaVarnway good time? I have no idea. Do you have any suggestions? Oh, 
So I so I am fairly familiar with Detroit. I had a radio show in Detroit for a long time. I, like I know a little bit. And the spot, humble brag, humble brag. Yeah, right no, there. Yeah, you know your time. boy. I mean, all the time. Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just mean, let that flow by. Just, I, mean, I had a radio show for a really long just, time. I, I mean, I get ten percent off a of little Caesars. I mean, don't sound like a lot. But I'm you, extremely successful. Yeah, I mean, at the one very specific thing, um, <laughs> Ryan. They have. So you know, my name is Fred Slow, and they have Slow's Barbecue in Detroit. Mm. It's like it's like a it's like the Dion's Pizza of Albuquerque or the whatever of, of Denver, Colorado. So, anyways, so, so there's your spot. You get the best barbecue at Slows, um, and it's not just a namesake. It's true. So there you go. You, okay, is that is it Flows because of you? I no, no. It's I believe. Trust it. me, he would have told you. Yeah, that's, <laughs> for a really long time. You, you get like ownership or like any, any sort of royalties on that? I, I if there was a stock I could buy, I would buy that. Three one three nine six two eighty nine twenty eight. Connect with Slow's Barbecue in Detroit. All right, are Good. you are you excited about this young pitching staff in Detroit? Like, who are you most stoked about to catch? I'm still getting to know them. So I've been here. I've been here for five or six days, I think, at this point. Um, I'm getting to know the guys catching bullpens. Um, I've only caught in a game once so far. So as I get to know these guys, I'm like, dang, this guy's good. Dang, this guy's good too. Uh, and everyone that gets out of the, on that bump, I'm pretty impressed by so far. Also, some of the guys we're facing. I mean, it's like nobody throws under 96 anymore. Yeah. What happened? What happened to the guys that threw 90 miles per hour? I think Jamie Moyer was the last one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I remember when I first made it to the league, there was like two guys on a staff that threw over 92, and you're. Like, I hope I just don't face that guy this series. And now everyone. So are they growing these guys? So, Ryan, like, what's the difference between the young guys now and when you were the young guy? Um, There's a few differences. First of all, I think the the Internet and YouTube and social media with the instruction and the knowledge base has gotten so much more accessible where you have kids from all over doing the weighted balls, doing the arm care program. And I think that's why you're seeing these players be bigger, stronger, faster Mm -hmm. um, all the time. Like I said, there's nobody that throws under 95 miles per hour anymore. Also, also the teams have really started valuing the youth and they understand that, you know, the professional baseball game is becoming a younger man's game. So these players that when I was 23 and I made it to the big leagues right after my 24th birthday for the first time, I was on a Red Sox team that had 10 players with 10 year service time. And they're like, who's this? pimply faced kid get him out of here mm-hmm. and now 23 24 is half your team wow do you so as like a, a veteran catcher like a veteran guy who knows the league and has won a bunch of games has done a bunch of stuff do you understand like the language that that these young players are using and coaches do you understand like what like a skill interactive earn run average is does that stuff resonate with you or is it is it still more of the the eye test is it still more of understanding the game I think it's important to kind of blend the two, right? Anytime that there's a revolution in sports and the language is changing, a lot of the language means the same thing as the language we used before, like getting on plane early or launch angle. They're saying the same thing that Ted Williams said 100 years ago, whenever Ted, the 40 years ago. They're saying the same thing just in a new language. But some of those advanced stats I think are really important to get on board with because that's the way the game is moving. It's not going that way on accident. Like, the people that are in charge are going that direction because they really think it's going to help you win games. But you don't want to go too far where you lose your feel and you forget what's important. So you played with uh, Red Sox legend Jason Veritek. 
And I would be remiss not to ask you about your time with him and the wisdom that he was able to impart with you. He is my sister's absolute all-time favorite player and also friend of the show, Craig, who's a big Boston sports guy, wants to say hi and ask you about Jason Veritek. Hi, Craig. Uh, <laughs> Jason, Veritek, Jason Veritek was one of my favorite players growing up, and he was the guy that I emulated. I actually wrote a paper on him in, in college. Oh, wow. Because he was one of the – I think he's the only person that ever won the Little League World Series, the College World Series, the Big League World Series, and the Olympic gold. Not Olympic World Series, but you know what I mean. Um, very impressive dude. When I first made it to the Red Sox, it was his last season, and I had been told that like, he's super intense, he's super hardcore, you know, but he was always very kind and very generous with me. Um, he went out of his way. My first start uh, was the, the second-to-last game of the season, and I wasn't supposed to play. We were in a playoff hunt, but he got hurt. Saltamaki got hurt also, and I got thrown in there at the last second, and he let me borrow his notes on the game. It was like it was like a beautiful mind, the chalkboard in a beautiful mind in this scouting report. Huh. He's like, I, yeah, I have a code. You have to decipher it. Um, such a smart, smart man, a uh, leader in his own right, uh, and again, very generous and kind to me. So, Ryan, when, when the lockout was going on, how were you feeling? Was it a – was it not a depression, but was it – were you did you have a positive outlook that everything would work itself out? I, I always try to have a positive outlook. I saw you guys during, you know, during the lockout, mm -hmm. and I, I think my answer to you about what was going to happen was that everyone – finishes their homework the night before it's due. Right. Uh, and that's, I mean, that's kind of exactly what happened, right? We're still going to play 162 games. Just the due date of the homework just got pushed back a little bit, right? Yeah. Uh, but I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't in a little bit of a funk because I was supposed to be out playing baseball, and instead I'm sitting in an office in Denver, Colorado, breaking record lows negative seven overnight. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and baseball is what I love to do. It's what I've done since I'm five years old. So I'm happy to be back. Um, I'm super grateful for the opportunity with the Tigers this year, and I want to make the most of it. All right, Ryan, I'm currently on MLBShop.com. I'm trying to get a LaVarnway jersey here. What number are you wearing? Let's do a 49. All right, I'm, all right, I'm putting this in the all right, checkout here. Did, you got that 20% off, man? What's up? You got that? Just, I'll figure it out. Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's, <laughs> code, yeah, it's code. code discount. It's in Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, he had a radio show for a really long time. I mean, based out of Ham Tray, I mean, you'll have to look up where that is whenever you get there. Ryan, thank you for being a friend of the show, and best of luck this spring. Anytime you guys want me back. Anytime, guys. Thank you. Cheers, Ryan. Good luck. Oh, good dude. We're in the 49, boys. I'm I mean, like that's a good number. It's yeah. a strong number. Strong number. There's not a lot of guys where I'm like, 49? First? Okay. Okay. Like, 49? Give it to me. There's a lot of dudes you root for, and obviously we're talking about like rooting for like a World Series champion. But there's a lot of guys you root for. He's done okay. Yeah, right. he's to say that is to say the truth. When we get back, back to the NFL because wise knots. Two men on ninety five point nine FM AM six ten. The sports animal. The Atlanta Falcons have the worst roster in football, and it's not even close. Prove me wrong. Hmm. They got an amazing tight end and fifty two other guys. <laughs> Cordell Patterson, that's it. Oh, Corderell, yeah. Corderell. Oh, he's good, too. Yeah, that's it. I forgot. I'm sorry, Corderell. Right. Here's why you boys are wrong about that. He was only good because he had a bunch of return yards because they kept letting other teams score, and then they'd have to kick it off to him. Like, that's that's his whole story. No, he was like Diet Debo. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, he's like Debo adjacent. Knife. 
you would be the guy who knows because I know how you play fantasy football. Yeah, that's, yeah. All, that's the only reason I know. I know that's why you know. Yeah, I don't study the Falcons roster. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they're so bad. They're so bad. And like, boys, why do you hold your sixty million dollar quarterback up until like the last second? Because you and you're not going to get the house for him. No, you're going to get a third round draft pick. Arthur Blank don't know. He dumb. And he coveted Deshaun Watson two minutes ago. I, th- I would do the same thing. I would run away screaming. I'd be adios. 15 years? Is that how long he was there? 15? Is yeah. it that long? Yeah. It doesn't even seem like that long. Where'd he go? Boston College? He's a BC. Yeah, he's a Ryan. <laughs> Last name Ryan. He went to BC. <laughs> <laughs> There's like all this like quarterback movement going on, right? Like everything's going on, and then there's still like the Panthers ain't even gonna like sniff on Baker Mayfield. <laughs> it's like, like how do you get like such a, how you make your brand so bad? And I had just moved to town, Robert, whenever yeah. Baker Mayfield was drafted, however long ago. Yeah. And Van was a super Baker Mayfield. Oh, you're one of those. Nah, personality. Yeah, well, yeah. I like I like They're Baker Mayfield's personality. I mean, when he eat those words right now. Well, it's only yeah. it's his personality is great when he's winning. I think I said this before. When he loses, it's oh man, it's the polar opposite. I thought it was crazy he went number one, but I thought he was good enough to be drafted in the first round. But I just like his swag. I like guys who have fun. He has fun out there. I know they're the bad. Results the results aren't get great. Want a Heisman, right? Yeah. If the Browns get him, I know he's going to be bad. God, he was bad there. And that's a joke organization. It's kind of it's a weird joke organization because we're over here like I'm gonna lambast him. I'm like you got Deshaun Watson, they do trash. You're a trash organization. Half the league wanted Deshaun Watson. Half the league. There were five teams seriously in play, and a few other teams were like, "Oh, if that doesn't work, we'll take him." Cleveland's so bad. Baker Mayfield's the best quarterback they've had since Bernie Kosar. That's what thirty some years. I mean, Eric Crouch would like to have a conversation. No, for real, the best quarterback <laughs> they had was Johnny Menzel, but he couldn't figure it out mentally. No. You don't think? No. I do. He was Baker Mayfield light. Baker Mayfield is. <sighs> Johnny Menzel is Baker Mayfield just with a bunch of warrants. Yep. <laughs> and not enough commercials. Hey, but I'm saying like when Johnny Menzel was not like performing on. Well, he was always kind of performing on the field. It was everything else that kind of sucked with him. And his teammates were never like. Hey, that dude's a jerk. That dude's the worst. I hate that dude. That's everyone in Baker Mayfield's camp, previous camp. No one cared about Baker Mayfield. He fight everyone. Well, if Johnny was there long enough, they would have said the same thing. He wasn't Ooh. there that long. Yeah. He wasn't there that long. He wasn't there to get that backlash. The Panthers have to sign Colin Kaepernick. Tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> no, they can't. Blacklist? Yeah. yeah Blacklist? He, yeah, he's not. I don't care how many workout videos. He he won <laughs> slash settled the lawsuit where they proved there was collusion amongst the owners not to sign him. Yeah. You that think is. they're just going to be like, how long has it been? No. Nah. Ah, you're cool. You're back no. in. Is he, Dang it, he ain't back in. No. So you boys are telling me that they hold they hold that in higher like stipulation than Deshaun Watson stuff? Yeah, because Deshaun's that much better. Yeah. Where you put him? Like rank him. Not in the AFC, in the league. All right, forget it. I got. He's a top ten quarterback to me. Deshaun Watson or Colin Kaepernick? Deshaun Watson. Oh, Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Yeah, top ten. I mean, yeah, top ten, no doubt. I think you overhyped. Mm. 
he took a bad Texans team to the playoffs. A horrible team. Are you describing Colin Kaepernick with the 49ers? No, because they had a great defense. Yeah, they had a great team. Oh, <laughs> they were, boys, they were defense really good. was good. They the really... second you say defense, you lose me. No, that's what they were. <laughs> that was a defensive team. There ain't no such thing. I never looked at the team and been like, oh, my hey, God. Deshaun Watson what? just got more guaranteed money than Aaron Rodgers. Let's go back to this. You've never looked at a team and said, oh, that defense. Heck no. 100% no. You know what I know about the 85 Bears? Walter Payton. <laughs> That's me. what I know. Not me. Jim McMahon. Mm-mm. Ravens who? Jim McMahon's the worst quarterback to ever. You talking about the Super Bowl? Ravens? Who? Let me let me you get. Talking about my boy Trent Dilfer, <laughs> Brandon Stokely out there catching passes. Jamal Lewis, two thousand yards. If anybody's listening, whenever a man gets a high pitched voice, he's lying. More, <laughs> more of me lying. Whenever we get back, two men on ninety five point nine FM AM six ten. The Sports Animal. Every single day that we do this program, we deliver top shelf. Sports talk and sports talk adjacent content. And then we open up the phone lines to Mailman and he delivers whatever he brings. Mailman, welcome to the show. Fellas, I'm out here doing the old Albuquerque backstroke. What? What is, is that like a. <laughs> the Albuquerque backstroke. Are you welcoming spring? Is this like a first day of spring kind of thing? Something like that. Okay. But uh, let, let me get on to uh, my new nickname, Van Vader. In, in, in reference to the legend, Freddie the Flounder Guerrero. Thank you. Long lost cousin to Latino Heat. For a New Mexico Highlands University graduate, Eddie Guerrero. Ah, good yeah. one. Oh, nice. And Robbie Drip Drip. Remember who? <laughs> yep. In, in, in place of uh, uh, Mr. Morrison. Yep. All right, so, All right, so not, not Johnny, but Robbie. I like I, that. I just discovered, boys, that an Albuquerque backstroke is when you're a fan of Leah Thomas winning the NCAA Women's Swimming Final. So Ouch. that's Mailman right there. Zing. Ouch. Zing. That's deep pool. Y'all like that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so look, check this out. I cannot remember ever being around an NFL carousel such as the one that we have had this year. It's insane. This offseason has been awesome. It has been almost as good as playing the games. I can't wait till next year. But uh, I'm holding my breath, y'all. And I might turn blue before, uh, before September 5th. Uh, the first, well, first weekend, and that's because I, I'm, I'm trying to hold out all hope for Mitch Trubisky, but I, 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 I don't know. I'm holding my breath. I mean, even even if he holds his own, I'm only figuring we're going to be maybe nine and seven, nine and eight again. Generous. Because that AFC is that we need to we need to relegate to the NFC, and then we can wreck shop over there. I think the Steelers have a really good chance if you get a no, number one overall draft pick. Maybe his name's Baker Mayfield. Ooh. Uh, Hell no, Mitch, 
Mitch, Tra- no. Mitch Trubisky in a seventh even, rounder. You wouldn't even wish that on your dear mother. How dare you? <laughs> I love Baker Mayfield. If she was around, she'd wash your mouth out with soap. The, I'll tell you who they're going to end up with, though, is the kid from Cincinnati. Um, that's who they're oh, going to draft. Yeah. Uh, Ritter? Desmond Ritter? Yeah. And so what you got is you got a year to look forward to next year. That's what you got this year, mailman. Well, but anyway, um, as for that turncoat running your board in there, (laughs) good enough for his freaking Aggie, him and Vincent. They can both go take a flying leap out there in the Rio Grande, and we know ain't no water out there. (laughs) Just go ahead and jump. Albuquerque backstroke. So. Yep, that's it. I'm telling you, man, I was like, dang, these dudes are going to get to the uh, Sweet 16. And then when they felt they lost, I was like, ah! And then the next day, Chris Jarrett's gone. Ah! <laughs> Good enough for you. I mean, that seems relatively familiar when Steve also did it to us. Mm-hmm. So, Mississippi State ain't no UCLA. They're a co- UCLA call you go. That's, yes, yeah. Mississippi yeah. State yeah. is a yeah. downgrade in everything except for money. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, when can we get that NIL five thousand dollars between the three of us together <laughs> and lure that uh, that blue chipper from the Aggies up here? Let's just totally collapse their entire spirit while we're at it. Number zero, you think you want number zero for boys? Little mm-hmm. little cherry and silver, and then number okay. zero. I'll take it. I mean, we already got. Yeah, well, between the three of us, I think we come up with five G's nil money and just lure him up here. I got, he got like got 37, 38 bucks on me right now. <laughs> there you go, and let's just break the Aggie spirit completely. We have to get orange slices. We have to get parents to bring orange slices to our football practice. Oh, that's hilarious. (laughs) But anyway, I'll teach you, Vital. And maybe I'll put my hair up against yours again next year, punk. Get ready for a shave somewhere in the future. Like physically somewhere or? Uh Mailman, you're you're the best. He never mentions it when you're here, Robert. Every time you're not here, Mailman hate you. (laughs) Why don't he bring it up while you're here? I don't know. What's up? What do you know about Mailman that we don't know? There's a code, Fred. This is between us. (laughs) Hey, we know the numbers. No one listening right now. What's up? I'll tell you on the break. I'll I'll forget by then. That's like 10 minutes away. And after those 10 minutes, Andres Trujillo will join us, the owner of the New Mexico Runners. They just wrapped their season. We're going to talk a little arena soccer. I like that man man call about the Steelers because uh, there's no way we talk about the Steelers. Any other? Yeah. No. This is the, yeah. They gone. This, this is the last. This summer before football will be the last time we even hear about the Steelers. <sighs> yes. Mm-hmm. Because right now I'm about to be at Boys Let's Talk Texans. Like, they just got rid of that joke quarterback, Deshaun Watson. They can't play Davis Mills. What are they going to do? That's the conversation. That's the talking point. Steelers. Look, I don't think Mitch Trubisky is that bad. Oh, God, here we go. No, I don't. He got, you're he, such an apologist. He's got the skill set. He's got the mold. He is finally in a better situation in Buffalo. He's going to be a better situation at Pittsburgh. He ain't. He's not a game changer. 
He's not a top five guy. But I would rather have Mitch Trubisky than the shell of Ben Roethlisberger the last two or three years. Mm, no. I I don't think he's bad. I just know he's bad. <laughs> <laughs> no. Give give me I'll keep big men just because it at least puts people in the seats. Trubisky does nothing. You lose with nobody there. And nobody. you can you can try to hide him too. Like like the Steelers can be like, well, Yeah, we just traded for Mitchell Trubisky, but on, on the depth chart you put him as like Mitch Trubisky <laughs> and people are like, Oh, this guy might be cool. He might be new. Ooh, Mitch T. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> Seems like the one. Also though, if you're the Steelers, and I know you're gonna love this, man. Like you're still calling Green Bay and you're trying to trade for Jordan Love. Sure. Because like stop. you don't stop no, trying. You don't stop trying to improve. Hey, you know who do though? Cleveland. They got that weirdo. What you do, like most people in Pittsburgh don't even know who Mitch Trubisky is. So you just give him like a like a wide receiver number. Oh like yeah. A, like a like a number in the secondary, like forty seven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, hey, this Trubisky buy he's great for a secondary. If you're Robert, you're like, yeah, a safety. <laughs> He's really good for a corner. He's another hey, Lynch. Man, let's get this guy. <laughs> let's get this guy a chance to start. Also, five zero five two four six zero six ten. But I'm gonna say it like this, Steelers fan, you don't know what to think about your personnel until the team tells Terry Bradshaw what to say about it, and then you hear it. Because that's how Steelers fan is. Steelers fan don't know. Steelers fan mm-hmm. is an echo chamber. Steelers fan don't go. I think that cuts to the heart of like a lot of sports fans. Do you? Yeah. You don't think sports I – th- I think there are fan there's, bases out there that are smart. Okay. Yeah, yes. I do. So there are, fan, there are definitely more informed fan bases. Than there's the Steelers. no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. If we, someone calls up the program right now and they're like, I got hot Arizona Cardinals take. I'm like, yes, you probably do. Yeah. Because you care about that. Yeah. Steelers fan, Cowboy fan. Yeah, it's those old winning teams. Raider from, fan. From back in the day. Yeah. Don't know. Mm-hmm. Rams fan. Hey, you call the program. You're just telling me something that I know you heard somewhere else. This ain't an original thought. Right. Promise. But Saints fan call? I'm like, okay. Like, I know you know. You're calling me and you're telling me how you're excited about Jameis Winston post-LASIK surgery? Yes. <laughs> no one else talking about that. If Marcus Mariota fan calls and it's like, we are revolutionizing Atlanta. I'm like, you're not, but I'll hear you out. Yeah. Steelers fan. Mailman right now is like. Probably going to call back. Yeah. Call <laughs> don't put Mailman back on, by the way. Yeah, if Mailman calls Mikey, back. don't. There's FCC rules. No, <laughs> no double dipping. <laughs> there do be a lot of fan bases like that, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, the Lakers just fell to. I was going to say, Lakers. They fell to 10th in the West. Is that right? Mm-hmm. 9th? 10th? 10th. The Pelicans beat them. The Pelicans are in front of them. Zion Williams, they don't even play. Lakers fan, like, it's it's the young guys. They can't figure it out. No, it's not. No. It's just horrible. Ain't them rooks. Ain't them rooks. It's LeBron and his buddies. Also, when you got, like, a club like that, like, who's in his club? LeBron, Westbrook. Mello. Mello. AD. CP3. AD, CP3. Yeah, those five. Those, mm-hmm. That's the team. Everyone else, the other ten guys, they know, they know they're sitting at a different lunch table. Like you can't have no conversation with them. Where's the fan base talking about that? On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Yes, 100% <laughs> yes. <laughs> and also, like, so say if, like, LeBron, like, say you, like, well, what's the young kid's name? Malik? Uh, Monk. Yeah, Monk. Monk. So say Monk, like, he missed he miss a rebound, and LeBron's like, 
dog, you're losing the game for us. Then, you know, AD's right there and it's like, dog, you're losing the game for us. You know, CP's right there. It's like, hey, I just heard, dog, you're losing the game for us. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like yeah. you don't got one LeBron, you got five LeBrons. Yeah, that exactly. There you go. Loser Lakers. But the fan base, that's what I'm saying. Because until like the three of us sit here and tell people like, hey, forget the Lakers. People aren't forgetting them. They're, no. No. Okay. We still got a shot. No, you don't. Any other team in that position gets no airtime. Zero. I don't care how talent I don't care how talented we think they are. It's the organization. It's the organization. Yeah. Yeah. It's the glitz and the glamour yeah. and the Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Tent seeds don't get talked about. At all. Boys, they are in the tent seed. <laughs> yes. I'm not <laughs> Yes. No exaggeration. Winning time made me look up their record last night. I was like, huh, how are the Lakers doing the last three days? Oh. Yeah, 27 and a half back. That's how they're doing. <laughs> Remember, Van, Van, you were saying they're going to make it. No, I told you they ain't going to make nothing. What, they got? They're Probably like a couple weeks. Three games up. There's 10 games left. Yeah. 10 games left, and they're three games ahead of the 11 seed. Are they going to blow that? They can. They're trying really hard. <laughs> they can. <laughs> Andre Strahio. Not live in the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. He's going to call the program. We're going to talk to Mexico Runners and the wrap to the season and obviously uh, well, how they're going to prepare for next year. Because, I mean, boys, they on the comeback. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. The guy that has his front office edit my voice out of all the highlight videos. <laughs> Andres Trujillo, owner of the New Mexico Runners, joins us. Andres, how are you? What is up, fellas? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Well, we're doing well. We're just trying to look at some runners highlights here, and I'm noticing um, uh, maybe my voice got edited out a little bit of every sweet call. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> just want to have a talk about that, or what's up? Uh, no, no. I, I put music in the background, you know? Uh-huh. I, I put music throughout the entire highlight clip. Uh-huh, okay. but, um, Noted. Just sorry. Taking a little note here. Not not valuable <laughs> enough to make this. I broadcast this past weekend, the runners, as they just put a thumping on the Turlock Cal Express, who uh, I'm going to be honest, boys, they had it coming. I'm not trying to be that guy saying it, but they came into town. I don't think they respected the town, mm-hmm. and I think they got took out to the back of the, the woodshop there and got that a little lesson, whatever, by the runners. 12-5 victory at home, end of the season. Talk about the season, Andres. Talk about the team. You know, uh, definitely this season was a definitely a tough one. I, it was a very tough season just because – of the COVID situation being shut down. And I know I say that over and over again, but, um, you know, being shut down for almost two years really took its toll on us. And so trying to be able to, to figure out how to make this successful, figure out the team, figure out the chemistry, it was definitely a challenge. And, you know, we saw a lot of, uh, a lot of our, I would say, you know, we would have a good amount of our veterans from the second season start out with us, um, in the beginning of the season, and and of course we had to bring in some new guys, and 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 the fact that we were just trying to figure out, okay, the veterans are doing this, okay, they're two years older from when they played last season, so they're you know they slowed down a little bit, uh, but but you know having the new guys be able to come in and and figure this out has been really great as we've seen at the end of the season because I would say a majority of our players were newcomers. Um, at the end of this season. But at the, at the end of the day, it was one of those things where we just came together and had a strong uh, finale. We won two games in a row. And and really, we just showed that we figured out the, the pattern. And, and unfortunately, we couldn't figure it out sooner uh, earlier this season. But 
you know what? It's okay. This gives us a great uh, uh, jumping uh, springboard, if you will, to, to jump into the next season. So I know Friday we were at the Rio Rancho Event Center for the Ice Cube concert. Uh-huh. It was Ice Cube. It was Cypress Hill. You guys came in a few hours later. I want to know, was there a cumulus cloud above the Rio Rancho Event Center uh-huh. oh, that there you was. guys used at your you advantage? You walked in the door and it hit you in the face. <laughs> <laughs> they turned on those ventilation fans quickly. <laughs> they tried to put up time-lapse cameras to show them like, tearing down the concert and putting up the indoor soccer field, but it was too smoky. Yeah. So there was, you couldn't, you see, it. Yeah, couldn't, couldn't see, see it. Couldn't see down to the floor. Hey, but you know what the cool thing about that is? Is uh, you know how we give out our, our runners' lanyards to fans and and the youth and all that stuff. Well, uh, Zap, who was who's on tour with them, mm-hmm. um, their whole crew loved loved our lanyard and took a whole bunch of lanyards, and so now all their passes have a uh, New Mexico runners' lanyards on them. So that's that's kind of a cool little Super cool weird. little that is sweet. That's awesome. Very niche. Speaking of the Rio Rancho Event Center, you know that's that's your home, that's, that's your, home. your home pitch. How is it working with them? Because we just love them so much. Like you, you guys just transform that place for every home match. You just paint it with red and yellow, and it's such a great place to play. You know, uh, Matt Bollinger and, and and his crew and it just they're just amazing folks, and and we just cannot have a better partnership with those guys. They they just are amazing. They take care of us. We take care of them. We're there as partners, and, and that's what's really important to make things successful is having that good relationship to to help each other and feed off each other. And they're just they're just one of the best hosts I've ever dealt with, and, and you know with and I've dealt with a lot of venues uh, in, in my career, and they're the best hands down. They they take care of what we need. They're there for us, and and you know what? That's what's really cool is that we see his how his team is doing uh, very well. They're growing. There's more events going on at the Rio Rancho Event Center, and you know definitely with the with the New Mexico Runners being a part as a tenant there it just uh we're, we're just seeing some positive growth with uh with the event center so then what's next it's i mean there's a quote-unquote off season right but is it is it camps is it is it community partnering like what do the runners do until you guys kick the ball off again in december of 2022 uh, you know that's a great question because one of the things that we do love to do is we're very community minded um we have a wonderful mascot the best mascot in the world best mascot in the league right uh, rio the roadrunner we have him going out doing a lot of community events throughout the year uh several of our players will go out and engage with the community uh and and of course during the spring and summer there's so many things going on in the public that that uh that that's an opportunity to get out there and and be involved and just spread the word and let folks know that we're here um you know we have uh, youth camps uh, coach Spamaletta and I are working on youth camp schedules so so you know stay tuned for that um and and so and and our we're we're possibly thinking of even doing uh some type of a, a tournament um you know maybe a four team arena soccer tournament with us and and three other teams whether it's Amarillo or or anything else like that later in the year uh to help kind of springboard us into the fourth season so uh, lots of lots of activity going on and planned uh, joining us on the program, Andre Strujillo, owner of the New Mexico Runners, uh, just outstanding community member and an outstanding team. 
The thing I kind of always try to talk about, Andres, which I don't give enough justice to, is the local talent that you put on your professional squad. Can you talk a little bit yeah. about the the importance of what it not just means to the team, but the community of, of having Albuquerque in and Rio Ranch in play for you? Yeah, the thing is that I would say, you know, this, this season we legitimately had uh, 100% of our, our roster, it was local. Um, you know, in previous seasons, we've had maybe 90% local than some from out of state, but this season it's hundred percent local. And, you know, we gotta, we gotta give a shout out to several of our guys that have done an amazing job. Um, you know, one of our guys is Mershad Amati. He's a Sandia high school soccer alum, and he just really blossomed at the end of this season. Oh, you mean and it took final a little goal? bit to get used to the indoor game, but just blossomed and killed it. And, and between the last two games, uh, he scored seven in Colorado Springs and scored five on Saturday night. Oh, my. Man. I mean, you don't tell me I was there. I was the voice of it. I mean, it took me out of the highlights, but yeah. I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, okay? <laughs> just, just saying. Um, but, you know, you got guys like that. Yeah, our team captain, Froyland Ramirez, unfortunately, he had a. Uh, a season-ending ankle ankle injury, and, you know, and so, but he's at a Los Lunas, you know, and you got guys like Sergio Fuentes, who who scored 12 goals this season, and uh, he's a Volcano Vista guy, and Skylar Rose, who who was a newcomer this year, he's a Volcano Vista uh, alum, and and so Giovanni Viaba, a Trisco Heritage High School alum, and, you know, when when you look at what we have, as as talent, we can compete with the rest of the country hands down. Again, figuring out chemistry, um, that was a that was a, a, one of our biggest challenges this year. Uh, but but I think that I think I think we've we've figured out what we need to do uh, to be able to to move forward. For the listener, and really for me, can you give me a, a quick rundown of what's the difference between indoor soccer and then the traditional soccer that we know that's played outside? You know what? I love outdoor soccer, but I will always say indoor arena soccer is way more exciting. Not even close. <laughs> um, the, just, the, just the dynamic and the elements of, of, of fast pace. I mean, it's so fast-paced. It's like watching hockey and soccer put together. The ball's flying off the walls. It's flying all over the place. The guys are very aggressive. You know, they're they're definitely knocking each other around. Um, it's like it's like pinball, right? The ball's all over the place. It's high scoring as well. And and that's one thing that I think us as Americans who who loves our sports, we like to see that fast scoring, the high scoring. You know, we want to see scoring. That's just mm-hmm. that's just the American sports way. And so. Um, you know, and, and so that's one thing that just really sets it aside uh, from outdoor soccer is that the differentiates is that the excitement is there and there's always something going on. You know, during our games, there, we, we DJ live music throughout the entire game and sound bites and we have a PA announcer that uh, hypes the crowd up and, and on-field activities for our fans and engagement with the fans because you're so intimate because our field is 200 foot long by 85 foot wide, uh, so we're playing soccer indoor soccer you know on a hockey rink size field and so but the fans are right there and so that atmosphere that excitement just really just resonates with everybody and and uh you know it's it's a, it's memorable it's it's not just a soccer game an arena soccer game it's a fan experience when you when you go to the new mexico runners uh, arena soccer games Andres Rio, your mascot is such a staple in Albuquerque and the Rio Rancho area. You're always doing cool stuff in the community. 
How do people get a hold of you to to book the runners, to book Rio, to have owner and superfan Andres Chahia go out <laughs> go out to your event? And this is not I'm not asking about my opening day baseball party at all whatsoever. I don't expect Rio to be there. That's not that's, that's not what I'm asking. I feel like you're hinting at something. <laughs> <clears throat> He'd be really, be really great. That's how I feel. Andre, you know, uh, I, I don't know if anybody wants to see me because I'm not. It's not about me. Oh, uh, well. It's about our, our our players and and our mascot engaging with the community and 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 building a positive quality of life. But uh, but yeah, you know, what's really cool is about our mascot. I like to call him the Mickey Mouse of New Mexico because everybody sees him and it's like Rio, Rio. Kids want to take a picture with him. They want to give him a big old hug. Um, I mean, we've got organizations that have already booking us out in the next three weekends for Rio to show up at their events. You know, Haven House, uh, their organization, Rio Rancho, they're having an event. Uh, Sunset, Little League. I mean, it doesn't matter what sport it is. Rio's always uh, always requested. So, like, Sunset Little League wants Rio at their opening ceremonies. So we have a lot of those requests, and that's easy to get online, NewMexicoRunners.com, and uh, click on Rio's page, and you can book Rio. And you want him to come out to your event, your birthday party even. Uh, we're, we're all for it. So it's uh, just NewMexicoRunners.com has all that. You want players out at your event. Um, that's the easiest way to do that. Andres Trujillo, who I'm going to convince to have a celebrity game next year, boys. Uh-oh. So that will I'll, I'll have to work towards becoming a celebrity. But then after that, <laughs> I plan to play. What are you talking about? You you you're the celebrity, my man. Come on, you and Vet and Robert. You got y'all are y'all are the you all are the you know primo a listers okay. here. We roll out the red carpet for you. The three of us are barely Mike Vitals. Like we're barely. <laughs> well, hold on. Let's keep Mike that bar Vitals low. Yeah, he, he, Don't bring Vitals' name into this. Yeah. Wouldn't be able to keep hang that bar low. Not at all. You're the best, Andres. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for your support. I appreciate you guys. Uh, we appreciate the community support and uh, had a great uh, third season and looking forward to everybody to joining us for our fourth season. There we go. You know it, buddy. Grab bag before before we end the program with today's I-9 Varsity. Uh, yeah, we're going to have a lot of fun and a lot of laughs with it. Thank you, obviously, New Mexico Pinion Coffee for being a proud sponsor of the program since day one. Day oneers, New Mexico Pinion Coffee, boy, day, day oneers. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. All right, help your boy out. Where is St. Peter's in his in our Peacock's Tough? New Jersey. Jersey. Hold up. In New Jersey, there's a city called Jersey City? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's stupid. Okay, well, first off, I'm sitting right here, Fred. I'm from Texas City. <laughs> Which is very lazy. Yeah, it, like, get a name. Like, give it a name. Well, no, I'll, I'll give Texas... The benefit of a doubt because they're bigger than Jersey. There's more city names in Texas. Like you just you. run out. That's yeah, what you're yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's better for Texas than it is Jersey. I we, we already did Springfield. We already yeah. did Richmond. We already. Did... <laughs> <laughs> What's next? Houston. Uh, wherever Junior. we're from. Where, where we're from, city. Dallas, the second. Write it down. <laughs> right. Dallas Junior. Yeah. New Dallas. There we go. <laughs> Boys, I didn't know this. Alabama City, Arizona City, Arkansas City, California City, Colorado. There's like 50 of them, boys. Every single state. Every single state has a, has a city named after. Wait, is, wait, wait, wait. And they're in that state? Hold up. Nevada has two. They have Nevada City and they have a Davin, which is Nevada spelled backwards. Oh, that, actually, that's pretty dope. I like that one. <laughs> 
If I had a son, I'd name him a David. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. Could you hear me roll my eyes? Was it was my eye roll audible on air just now? Now that's super lazy. <laughs> that's only good if the city right next to Nevada City is a David. Speaking of spring, speaking speaking of Springfield, like that's like on The Simpsons, like Santa's little helper. Like mm-hmm. instead of naming the dog, you just get it two and then three and that's then it. four. All right, well, it gets even stupider, boys. Uh oh. There's a city named California in Pennsylvania. See, that's what I was gonna say. Most of those cities are probably not even in the state that they're named after. Well, the no, the list I just went through, yes, except there is a Florida, Massachusetts. I don't, I don't Boy, care for I, that very much. No. Outside of Kansas City, there's zero acceptables. You'll be able to be named after your city cities. Well, because Kansas City is the coolest one. Yeah. Oh, I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. And also, not in Kansas. I agree. Yeah. Again. Wait, there's one in Kansas and one in Missouri, right? No, it's the same. There's just it's a the same. Oh, Okay, yeah. Yeah. it's down the middle. Gotcha. But the overwhelming majority is on the Missouri side. Other side of this rule, though, if you go to Maryland, London, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Okay, it's from Queen Mary, Maryland. That's where it comes from. That, yeah, I agree yeah. with that. Yeah. Is Troy a state? Like in Europe somewhere? Is it a state? Yeah, is it, or whatever. You know what gets what? me? Not to get off topic. Well, I mean, what are we doing? Uh, uh, well, come George, on, yeah, good one. It, Georgia, Russia? That pisses me off. <laughs> oh, the country? Yeah, why is Georgia over there? That, you know what? That, that's unnecessarily <laughs> foolish. I agree. One is quite older than the other. Yeah, but I like ours better. <laughs> this is cr- New Hampshire, New England? That is stupid. Deshaun oh, Watson and Matt Ryan weren't that crazy about Atlanta. Nope. Yeah, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. It's giving you a headache, huh? There's this, I mean, boys, we need a level of originality here. Just come up with a, a city that's not doesn't already exist as a state. That's all I'm asking. Did did the people who made Fast and the Furious name all these cities or what? <laughs> that's a good one. No, because there's no numbers in the, in the cities. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not Chicago, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, boys. So I guess we're we're all Wildcats fan now. Is that right? Who else could we be? We we got to be Arizona fans at this point. I'm trying to make sure I got it right. Well, I'm going for St. Peter's and whoever else is the highest seed. No, nah, like, I'm, I'm or lowest I'm, seed, I should say. I'm going for Michigan just because I want Juwan Howard to slap someone after the championship. No, he, he don't. He hugged now, hey. dog. You wrong. He hugged now. Nah, that's because he's winning. Dog, he all right. He slapped guys, and then he get in trouble. Now he hugged players. He like, sorry, we beat you, Tennessee. So if he loses or gets mad, he can bear hug someone to death. Tennessee. That is weird. That's a dumb redemption arc. Because you know CBS was like, keep your eye on him. Oh, yeah. And you yeah, know he yeah. knew. And he was, yeah. Yeah. He's like, oh, there's a kid crying. Let me go hug him. Yeah. <laughs> we hugging. I'm like, what? Why do you? He's whispering, what's your name, kid? <laughs> hey, good for Duke, though, right? No. What? It's never good for Duke. This is Krzyzewski's last ride. That's... That game against State the other day, that's a pretty good game. Yeah. It's a pretty good game for you, boys. Yeah. Oh, you was he wasn't here for the black people hate Duke segment. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Well, oh, why are they North Carolina fans? You about to do that? No, no. I want to get into. There's it. a rich history. Of yes. It. It's, Only if it's, you go to it's, Duke, it's, it's a, a rich. It's a thank you. <laughs> so, thank you. We're going to do a little bit on the name of the street too. You want to do that? Uh, oh gosh. Huh? You want to do that uh, bit right there? You want to do a little tobacco rope? What What'd you have, Van? 
Oh, what I was about to. Yeah. I'm not going to impart anything on the Duke thing. <laughs> I think we kind of covered that yeah, we as did. well as possible. Yeah. I'm not not rooting for Gonzaga, but I wouldn't mind seeing them. Because Gonzaga, they're a powerhouse now. They're literally number one. Can they close the deal finally? Gonzaga used to be like a St. Peter's, used to be like a Providence. Yeah. Used to be the underdog that everyone rooted for. Yeah. Can they finally get one? This is their best chance ever this year. And plus, they got a bunch of dudes on the team that look like they work at an auto parts yeah, store. Yeah, this is their last ride. <laughs> I'm, I'm really into it. I don't want them to do it. I don't want them to do it so bad that I want like UCLA to do it again. Like, ouch, that's bad. Yeah, because in hey, fools. Yeah. Like, I went to Washington State. It's like ninety miles from Gonzaga. Uh, yeah, uh, whatever. Okay, okay, I get it. But it's come on now, come on now. Also, give me University of Houston. Give me like, give me someone who's in all these teams have historically been there, the, except for what what team did you just name from Jersey City? Same Peter. The Jersey City cool. Jerseyans. Well, they're they're done after Thursday, so it don't even matter. But everyone else, Purdue isn't that strong. No, they're not that good. For a three seed, I think it's a lot closer than people think it is. I don't remember Miami being good in basketball. The Hurricanes. They've they've had stretches. I they do feel that way. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not saying I can predict winners because look at my bracket. I can't. Yeah, this is. Like I mean, I just I just can't. Vance, your yours should look okay if you do your three brackets the way you said you do. Yeah, my front yeah. my front runner brackets okay. Yeah. Well, because historically speaking, we're not looking at like a bunch of teams that don't get there. Yeah, these are teams that every year you're like, oh, okay, this makes sense. They're like the Gonzaga Arkansas game. You're probably going to pull Gonzaga, right? Right. The Texas Tech Duke game, like Tech. you want to pull Texas Tech. Texas Tech, yeah. But I'm telling you, it's going to be Duke because there's not going to be an official in this league that's going to blow a whistle. Yeah, you're right. Against Mike Shashesky in this final season. Also, you play your cards out. You got a chance to see him up against North Carolina there at the end. Yeah, I mean, that. that'd be a little thing. Yep. Can North Carolina come out over UCLA? I don't know, but I know if you put that game late Friday night, I'm canceling whatever else I'm doing. You're going to watch it. Purdue St. Peter's uh, missed me with that. I don't. I don't. St. Peter's won't come out, but don't care. Purdue got the easiest road. Miami, Florida, Iowa State. You got tens and elevens in the sixteenth. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Kansas look, should should whoop up on Providence. Yeah, look outside. You you made this point earlier. Look outside of St. Peter's, Ohio, uh, Iowa State, and Providence. Every other team left is the biggest names in the history of college basketball. Blue chippers, rich, rich in nil money. That's a yep. fact. Yep. yep. They got them players there. Michigan probably over Villanova, but Villanova's the higher seed. But Michigan's doing a different thing now. They're Michigan. Yeah, they're rolling around Howard. Mm -hmm. And obviously I'm pulling for the Wildcats because, I mean, regionally speaking, why wouldn't I pull for the Wildcats? I'm here right now. Today's I-9 varsity is the I-9 varsity of acronyms, boys. Get ready for that after after we get back from the commercial. Two men on, 95.9 FM, AM 610, D Sports Animal. Very good program today. It was my favorite program that we've ever done today. Ooh, nice track, Vital. I haven't, I haven't heard this song in a long time. What is it? Arctic Monkeys. Yep, you're right. I bet you look good on the dance floor. That's Aww. it. Yep. Bingo, you went a free trip to Burger World. Ooh. It's off their first album. It's very strong. 
the album's not called Burger World? No. Oh, I was no. confused. Win a free trip to, for, to Burger World for guessing right correctly. Everything people say I am, I'm not, is the name of the album, I oh. think. They went pop after that album. I don't know. I don't know their Mainstream. Work. They're good. Yeah. They're good. I'll give them a shot. Give them a shot. I like that little guitar thing right there. Yeah. Connect with I-9 Sports. League Office 280. League Office 280 at i9sports.com. 505-312-4999. We talk a lot about I-9 Sports because, well, we're just about the biggest fans that they could possibly have. Um, but it's the way you sports should be. And, and it's nationwide. It's it's locally chaptered, obviously. But um, the programs are legit. The the age-appropriate sports and instruction are legit. Check out I-9 Sports if you're getting your kid into youth programs. Today's I-9 Varsity, boys. And if you're not familiar, the varsity is when we take a subject throughout the day mm-hmm. and we tell you the best parts of that subject mm-hmm. in a Rushmore-style setting. Mm-hmm. Today's the varsity of acronyms. Yep. And this is because Van used one on me earlier, and I couldn't figure out what it was. <laughs> Okay. Cool, cool, cool. I will go first. Okay. I will, it off. I will start with FTW. Oh, what does that stand for? Okay, so it stands oh, for... I think I know this one. Yeah, it stands for Forget the World. Oh, uh, I didn't so, know it. So yet. there you go. It's, I didn't know it. That's uh, FTW is um, from the movie 8 Mile, and Mackay Pfeiffer says FTW, um, and he, he's uh, saying to expletive the world. Ah. So there you go. I did know that. I did, too. Okay. I thought you might go somewhere else. And me too. <laughs> Is there another one? I was one? like, that's too obvious. Is there yeah. a second one that I don't know about? That's what I just understand. It's, okay. Yeah, it's well, it's five funny five. you led with something from 8 Mile. Yes. Because my first is also hip-hop related. Oh, okay. And it's also a five-letter word that most people know. All right. Cream. Oh. Okay. What is that? Ah. Fans, if you're a Wu-Tang fan, yeah. you already know all about this. Mm-hmm. Cash rules everything around me. Oh, cream, get the money. I, I, dollar, I, I, dollar bill, I, y'all. I believe that's a Wyclef John song. Oh, that's oh. them's fighting words. Oh my god, my understanding. Cut his mic, <laughs> Robert. I'm gonna keep it hip hop. Oh, as here well. we go. Okay. I'm gonna go a little further, a little deeper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Adidas. Oh, oh okay. yeah. Okay. Fred has no clue. <laughs> I can tell. All day I dream about sex. That's a very good one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super it's a, good. It's a song. Yep. Uh, Killer Mike kills that song. Adidas. Killer Mike, the reality TV star. That guy's really good. <laughs> FYI stands for uh, expletive, you idiot. Huh. So mm. whenever you whenever you send, like I'm like, hey, Van, show starts at 4, FYI. That means expletive, you idiot. Okay, mm. that's pretty yeah, good. There you go. That's pretty good. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to jump away from hip-hop for a second. Smart. And uh, I'm going to go to my favorite thing. Everyone mm-hmm. and all the loyal listeners know already. MLB. Oh, okay. It's back, mm. baby. That's one of my favorite acronyms ever. I'm so excited for April 7th. MLB, as we all know, Major League Baseball. Oh, okay. That's a, I mean, that was close to your heart. Okay. Uh, this one is... I first heard it in hip hop, but they use it in sports now. Mm-hmm. The goat, the goat. Oh yeah, Cool J. Yeah, there we go. LL LL, LL Cool J is the first person to yeah. refer to himself as the goat. Because yeah. goat stands for greatest of all time. Oh, okay. Yeah, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> so the other day, Robert, you texted me and you were like, "Hey, Fred, um, 
like, you know, like I got like a little mixer at my house or whatever. We're going to have a lot of fun. BYOB. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why would I bring my own expletives? Because I'm not going to, you meant bring your own ladies is what you meant. Yeah. That's what BYOB was. Mm-hmm. Bring your own lady. So mm. I thought, okay, that's a little rude, but uh, her name is not that. If you, you know my lady's name. <laughs> She was a wonderful lady. Yeah, she's lovely. Yeah, yeah, she's lovely. would never refer no. to her as the never. word. No, B-Y-O-B. Yeah. B-Y-O-B. You're not six. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little inside joke. It works. With, studio with, here. With two X's. Uh-huh. <laughs> Next, I'm going to go with one that's mm-hmm. close to all of our hearts oh, here. Oh, smart. At Two Men On. What about FOTS? Oh, okay. It's a wonderful acronym. Yeah, Friends of the Show. And everyone listening right now knows that it stands for Friend of the Show. I heard that all wrong. <laughs> you thought thought. I thought you said thoughts. Uh, I'm like, what? Which is a good one. You could take that one next if you want. <laughs> I was like, how do we go from that to this? Um, let me see. Let me think of one. Um, Bay. B-A-E. Oh, okay. That's a that's Beyonce's thing. No. Oh. B A E is before anyone else. Oh, see, I didn't know go. that. See, now you can Isn't use that. that. You could use that. That's a very good one. Um, FAQs. So you see that a lot at the end of art- articles, and uh, apparently, it stands f- like I for a long time thought it stood for frequently asked questions. Mm-hmm. Oh but, no. Yeah, but it does not. What? Um, yeah. So what it stands for is is uh, fine expletive queens. It's for the drag community. So it's it talks about just how beautiful uh, drag queens are, FAQ. I had no idea. Yeah, there you go. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to baseball. All right. Okay. <laughs> Why wouldn't you? I often do. Mm-hmm. Which I think is the most important statistic in all of baseball, and it's mm-hmm. war, mm. which stands for wins above replacement. People like get whole contracts and millions and millions of dollars are on the line. Oh, like Blackwater for, black what, water. You, for, for war? what your war is. Yeah. I have to ask you, when did that become popular? Because I feel like as a kid, it was HR and RBI, AVG. That's it. War is recent. Yeah. War started with the Moneyball, Oakland A's. That, yep. There we it's, go. it's a Bill James stat. There we go. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the first guy that really jumped at You know who? It's weird players. Like, I always go to St. Louis, obviously, because I'm from there. But it's like the David Eckstein's. Where it's like he can't hit for anything, mm-hmm. but nothing gets by him on the infield. Mm-hmm. So he has value. He also has another metric, DRS, which is defensive run saved. That's why his war was so high, because he had a good OPB and DRS. See, DRS for me I'll show myself out. is dirty, rotten scandal. <laughs> <laughs> Not so bad, boys. Yeah. Robert? It was great to be back. You're off the rest of the week. And see the door out <laughs> <laughs> that quickly. No shows this week? Um, nothing this week. Uh, the next thing I do have coming up, I will be at Stand Up Live on the 31st of this month, headlining downtown Phoenix. Van, Ooh. Van any final words before we cut it? Oh my goodness, I got too much for the time that's left if you can't tell by this Mario music in the background, but make sure you check out the opening drive tomorrow with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.